last year, uh, in my old apartment, the one that you went to, yeah, I had came home one evening, and I noticed that. Now, when you live alone, I'm sure you've had the same experience. If anything moves, you notice. Oh yeah, even I... if it's just like your junk mail fell over, just because you don't have a family running around to fuck with stuff, you start becoming hyper aware of like that's where that thing is. So I came home and like there were some weird odds and ends, like you know, junk mail knocked off the uh, counter or whatever, yeah, um, etc. I'm like, okay, you know. Something's out of place, but the TV's still here, the computer's still here, the guitars yeah. are still here. If they made off with anything, it wasn't anything of value. Oh, and the drum kit was still there. Like, it, they would have been the worst thieves ever. So, Obviously, they missed the important parts. Yeah. Damn. Or yay. And living in my small-ass apartment I used to, you know, things like the drum kit yeah. kind of stand out. It takes up half the damn apartment. <laughs> Oh, um, no, every time I come back and have a <coughs> reaction, it's like, look at my TV and look down. It's like, nope, it's all there. Anything yeah. worth stealing is in, like, in a four-foot radius of itself. Oh, exactly. But, um, so I checked around the apartment, which didn't take very long because it's not, it wasn't a very big apartment. Yeah. And didn't find, you know, anyone. So I was like, all right, whatever. So I sit down and I'm watching South Park and I'm condemning Hulu ads because... I, I know you could tell me about how if you pay for Hulu, this is not a problem, but at the time, I was not paying for Hulu. Um, well, technically, I'm still not, but... <clears throat> always paid for Hulu, technically, but... Hmm? You've technically always paid for Hulu, unless you're streaming it through your device. Well, it's not through Hulu. Hulu just owns the South Park uh, oh, online yeah, stuff, I... so they run their ads through it. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, I look down, and there is a baby squirrel in my apartment. And I'm like, huh, I was raised by a veterinarian. You are not the cute, adorable thing that the internet thinks you are. You are a potential rabies threat and anything else. Yep. And you're going to laugh at me for forever when I finish this story. And also, excuse my voice, my allergies are, like, murdering me. <coughs> so there's a squirrel in my apartment, and he is immediately decides to freak out and start doing laps, like, around, over my bed, up into the... Uh, Closet around just again, spreading that infectious disease everywhere potentially. Potentially, so he runs around my apartment, and I call my local uh, animal squad, be like, uh, "Come get this fucking thing." And after a certain hour, the animal patrol or whatever they're called, um, they fuck off for the night. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's, it's you're kind so, of sol unless it's like a bear attack in your place, and the sheriff's like. I guess I'll come shoot it, I guess. Yeah. So they, um... <clears throat> so the thing's in my hallway staring at me, and animals don't typically like to be stared at. No. Um, it's a nature thing. And, um... So I'm having this stare down with the thing, and I'm talking to the local, uh... Or so, the animal patrol kicks over to the local police department after a certain hour. So I get this really confused dispatch. I'm like, hi, so there is a fucking squirrel in my apartment. Where's animal control? And they're like, um, is it in the walls? No, it's in the, I told you, it's in the hallway. Is it near, like, children or something? No. Is the squirrel in danger? Are you serious? Well, yes, like, but that's not yeah, important. Yeah, like, I'm like, can, or, 
what or can't you do anything? He's like, well, not really. And I'm like, so basically what I'm getting out of this is if I had threatened the squirrel here, you would have come down to save the squirrel from me from animal abuse. But you will not protect me from the squirrel in my apartment. Awesome. Love you. K. thanks. I hope you die in a fire. So, the guy, or I wind up hanging up on the guy, and he's like, if there's anything else I can help you with tonight, I'm like, how about the thing I asked you to help me with? Nothing else. Just anything else we can help you with tonight? Oh. So, he doesn't help me. I wind up chasing the squirrel out of my apartment with a broom. Like you do. Like you do. Yep. Um, so fortunately I had like a sliding door that I could get this guy to go out of. Um, so he leaves. I go about my regular life. I wake up the next day with flea bites all over my ankle. Yep. That sounds about right. Little cocksucker got fucking fleas in my apartment and I named him rocket J asshole (laughs) in turn and then had to flea bomb my entire apartment. It was friggin' horrible, and I hate squirrels. <laughs> like, now every time I find out about people with, like, BB guns taking out squirrels and stuff, I, I, I don't rush to tell them to stop as much as I do. Hello, and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, the official uh, podcast of Something Wicked Studios. And this week we bring you the E3 2016 pre-show podcast. Woo! We'd normally do this in video format, but due to scheduling issues, we didn't have enough people to do this, so we're doing it just in audio format. Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't love you, it's that we have scheduling conflicts. But So as always, I'm Charlie, and I'm joined by... Unvader Gur and or Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff, he's here. Yes. And... and we should. Well, and before this, Charlie was smart enough to go and get beverages, so Jeff is joining him and also has bourbon. I, I feel it's important to drink a little bit before this because the theme is going to be mild disappointment for me. But So for those used to our normal podcast format, we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're still going to do our little normal intro, how are our weeks, because I had a fucking weird-ass week, and Jeff also kind of had a bit of a weird-ass week. Well, it's probably going to be a brief overview. Yeah, it's this is pretty sucky in hindsight. But then yep. we're going to go into kind of a general, like, I'm going to combine the news and pre-E3 stuff into one topic because talking about pre-E3 leaks and announcements is just talking about pre-E3, so why act like they're separate? Yep. But yeah, so Jeff, how the fuck was your week? My week... So, the terrible in my week was due to, or I won't get into it too much because a lot of it's like personal stuff, but basically think of every single company or thing that you can think of that has a wait time on the phone of like 40 minutes plus. Like, the phone tree is honest and upfront with you and it's like, your average wait time is 45 minutes. I had to call all of them in a row due to bullshit reasons. So yeah. to the good stuff, because it's not dwell on the shitty and why I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> so I went in, I spent some time at a friend's place in uh, Boston this weekend and uh, played a bunch of Uncharted 4 with that friend. I'm not caught up yet, but I did play, because that's the friend who I played 1, 2, and 3 with, exclusively intoxicated, this time no exception. And uh, <clears throat> we got to like chapter 9, and that game is pretty beautiful um i finally got around to being near my playstation 2 so i played that uh ghost in the shell game i picked up a few weeks ago 
And so far, it is fucking awesome. I'm surprised um, by that. I <clears throat> early Ghost in the Shell games being good. It's at, it's um, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex is the actual game. It's the PlayStation 2 one. And it basically handles, like, Oni plus a bunch of stuff. Huh. Um, and they definitely, like, it has so much voice acting for a PlayStation 2 game. And, like, they put a lot of effort into it. So, that was fun. Um, so, here's where things got kind of weird. And one of the, like, Jeff is the last person to the party as usual moments. Which is, I finally picked up, and I don't know what the world's review on this game is, but I had no idea what other people thought of it, so I had no idea what I was in for going into it. Which is, I fi- I got my hands on Killer is Dead, because it w- went on sale for like Ooh. 20 cents. And I played through the first level, and I have ne- or the first couple levels, and I have never been so mind fucked in my life. Yeah, that's the most <clears throat> Grasshopper Productions game ever. That said, I am having an absolute blast going down the goddamn rabbit hole of that game. How are you um, enjoying that dating segment? I have not gotten to that yet, though. In the like, Sudrene Yandere terms, the Mo character is the moest of the Mo characters that yeah. ever was a Mo. Also, the dialogue is so bad and clunky, it's amazing. I love it. The way, like, the characters are like, monsters? What about monsters? I've never heard of those before. And then the next scene, yeah, we hunt monsters for a living. It's like, how did you not know that was a thing beforehand, but that's your occupation? It's like going to my tax collect- or my, uh, my tax attorney and be like, do you deal with taxes? Taxes. I've never heard of taxes. I file taxes. <laughs> like... It, like, the dialogue all reads like that. It's fucking horrible. Okay, but that's so, the kind of shit I enjoy. Okay, so a little bit of, um... <clears throat> it's Killer is Dead, right, you said? Killer is Dead, yeah. Yeah, Killer is Dead trivia for you. Um, So they never actually explain this at any point in the game, but so there's a little subplot to the game that as you kill evil, you absorb that evil. And yep. you know the first mission where you kill that guy? Like, the yep. intro to the game? So yep. that's allegedly the guy that kills Osama bin Laden, and he now has to be killed because he absorbed the evil of Osama bin Laden. That is a canonical thing. Wow. Yeah, that's a That thing. makes that pretty excellent. That's actually the only level I didn't like just because it was so slow because you only walk forward. Yeah. It does a good job of introducing, like, this character's a badass. Why? Did you tell me? No. We will show you. But it moves really slow. Yeah. Um. But the first time I'm playing it again... My roommate, I made him sit down and play the level with uh, Alice, which is, like, the first real mission that's in, like, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And uh, he called the game Magical Man Madoka, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. I am very curious to see what you think of that game by the end, because... Oh, who knows? It goes some places. I That was a little <clears throat> bit too much for me at the end of, like, I love Suda51's work, and by the end of that, it was like... Wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But when the girl, the Alice's head turns around and she's talking about pain and stuff, like, that all, like, super hooks me. No, that's some shit. I, um, have you and gotten. It turns into a giant friggin' crayfish monster. Have you gotten to the, um, like, boss fight with the dude in, like, the gold bikini outfit yet? <laughs> nope. Okay, you'll that know what I'm exciting. talking about when you get to that. And that's. That is my favorite boss fight ever in a video game. And at the same time, the point in that game where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this one, Suda51. This 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 might be a little too far down the rabbit hole for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, that was my week, was catching up on that particular game was probably my big highlight. Yeah. 
That's a so. Good one. How was your week? Ah, <laughs> uh, full of um, really poor choices. Ooh, I like poor choices. So, <coughs> for those unclear, I think I mention this every podcast at least once. We record on Thursdays; they go up on Mondays for the most part, give or take an hour or two, kind of thing. Um, so, the Friday after our last recording, so two Fridays ago from when you're hearing this, essentially, uh, was National Donut Day. And yes, it was. And National Donut Day is celebrated by a couple donut places that are chains giving out free donuts and shit like that occasionally. Uh, me and Jeff grew up in a fantastic land full of many, many, many Dunkin' Donuts. I now mm-hmm. live in a hellish hellhole that has five in all of a goddamn city. And I have successfully not gone to any of them until recently, specifically National Donut Day. And Boston Cream? Oh, we're getting to that. Ooh. Oh, we're getting to that. So yep. I, I made the mistake of going to my first L.A. Dunkin' Donuts on National Donut Day, which I was expecting shitty-ass lines. I was not expecting to, like, almost get into a fight with someone over whether or not I cut them in line. Like, it was <laughs> a fucking madhouse. And to make, like, matters worse, like, I knew lines were going to suck. It was when I got to the counter and realized their donut selection was horse shit. They have... No Boston cream donuts there. Is that just an L.A. thing, or were they just all picked bone dry? I think it's an L.A. thing. There was no like marker for the. There was no marker for it. Like it was the most L.A. donuts ever. Where it's like, oh, it's a blueberry frosted one. I'm like, I have never in my life seen a blueberry ass frosted donut before. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah, like it's. (laughs) And like, we just need to do the food cast at some point. (laughs) That was dumb enough in its own weird, dumb way. But like, the part that made me want to kill people was I get to the front and there's this guy who's like. Oh, I'd like a nice tea. Okay, that comes with a free donut, because free donut day. Free donut? There were people that were there to know it was fucking free donut day! <laughs> oh my god. Like, why would you stand in line for 20 fucking minutes to get an ice goddamn tea? A buck fifty beverage that you can <laughs> the get The giant from- line wasn't a tip-off? Yeah! <laughs> the one I liked out here was, I think it was Cumberland Farms was celebrating Donut Day between the hours of 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Yeah. They're like, we'll give out free donuts, but only for two hours. I'm okay with that system. Like, to make matters worse, like, my aggravation with the people there and the fact they're like, this was the slowest fucking Dunkin' Donuts I've ever been in. Like, this is shameful speeds for Dunkin' Donuts, but they train their... Oh, Boston, they haul ass. They they train their staff well to hate their customers. And my two favorite moments from that were, I walk in, uh, there's a guy who works there walking, I'm like, hey, is this the end of the line? He goes, yeah, I guess, whatever. I'm like, okay, get in line. I'm there for five minutes. A lady comes to me, I think you cut me in line. I go, I was told to stand here by a staff, by a person. What person? That person over there. And he goes, like, did you tell him to stand in line? Yes. Well, he was in front of, he's now in front of me, and I was here first. And the guy, without flinching, goes, I don't care. He's in front of you now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. They got some Boston in this restaurant somehow. And, like, if you go on Yelp, it's got the worst reviews for customer service. I'm like, well, yeah, they trained them correctly here. No pandering. No, like, oh, I was here first. Fuck you. Defend your spot in the line. We won't solve your problem. Yeah. It. He is six foot. You are five foot. Either start something or be a bitch about it. I don't <laughs> care which. I'm not your babysitter. A bad system is a system. Yes. 
It's not not even a bad system. It's just it's like no, it's it's not our job to stop the person from cutting in line by you by accident. If you're not in the fucking line, obviously we can't help you. It's like going to a concert. If you don't make it to the front row, you have no one to blame but you. Exactly. And then the other kind of great moment of all of this was people there decked out in like fucking Patriots and Red Sox gear. Yeah. But like with price tags on it, so it was obviously like recently purchased. And I'm like. You've never been outside California before, have you? And, like, I'm waiting for my coffee culotta because, yes, I drink, I fucking drink the frozen coffee drink because it's amazing. Shut up, internet. Yeah. <laughs> but so this person there in, like, head-to-toes Patriot gear, and I go, hey, I'm up. What sport is Patriot? What, what sport do the Patriots play? And the person looks at me and goes, uh, they're the Boston baseball team, right? And I go, yes, they are the Boston <laughs> baseball team. You are correct, you son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, fucking that. Fucking donut day. So the, I think that's one of the difference between Boston fans and a lot of other fans is Boston fans know other teams' sports teams for the sake of hating them. It was the fact that you would <laughs> buy the outfit and not, like, know anything. Like, that was the more appalling part. It was like, oh, I put on my Boston costume. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing Bostonian cosplay. It's a fucking free donut, motherfucker. Like... <laughs> They'll give you don't it have to, to you regardless. You don't have to show up as Gronkowski or Jason Veritek to yeah. get a free donut from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, no, you could show up as me wearing an L.A. Kings hat by accident because you didn't realize what day it was when you left mm-hmm. the apartment being like, man, I wore the wrong shirt, and leave Dunkin' Donuts going, I'm so glad no one there knows I'm from Boston. <laughs> yeah, I, I checked out some uh, bullshit mobile games as well. I, I played the uh, sausage fighting game. Ooh, it's it's shitty. It's it's fucking terrible. I, it's not like endearingly shitty either. It's just bad. It's a bullshit cash grab of like, oh, it's so niche and ironic. People will love this shit. No, it's it's fucking horseshit. The video game reminds me of um. There's a program used in music production that's a dimension expander called Sausage Fattener. The difference is Sausage Fattener works. <laughs> No, this technically worked, but, like, my girlfriend told me, oh, it's so funny. I'm like, no, it's, like, if it was funny and kind of funny, I'd be like, this is fucking hilarious. But, no, it's, like, it's a shitty game. and you can't the joke's capture not, Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's not that funny. It's, it's Exactly. It's not, like, Star Wars where it's, like, this is just, Ridiculous. I don't know what's stupid. This is, like, no, this yeah. is just stupid and bad playing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I've been playing some Idle Clickers lately. I <laughs> Playing some Tap Tycoon. But more importantly, I've been playing Never Ending Night. Okay. They've taken the idle clicker formula and combined it with Diablo. Loot and idle clicking. You couldn't be happier. Oh, it's, it's, a fucking, <laughs> it's, it's so good. It is, it is the best idle clicker ever. I cannot, I, I, I cannot stop playing it. I, like, I have been watching the game. I have progressed enough where I can just watch the gameplay itself, and I will watch that gameplay itself because some madman went through the process of, like, building Diablo-style dungeons in that game. They're randomly generated, and then giving your character animations to fight the skeletons in there. It's like, this is horrible to watch. But the numbers are going up, and I'm watching. Yeah! <laughs> now, oh, jeez. 
But uh, so yeah, I played some mobile. I played some uh, idle games. That's part of the follies. But the um, I that summer game drought. <laughs> no, so there's this, there's two more. What I'm gonna call moments of deep stupidity. Okay. Um, we're gonna go kind of in less <clears throat> dumb order. So um, Burger King apparently has officially announced the Whopperito. Ooh. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's it's a Whopper burrito. Apparently, I wonder. I wonder if I get that out eats. I, that that sounds good. I don't know, but it turns out there aren't so many Burger Kings in California, and I only <laughs> found that out after researching it for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Yes, I spent a half hour trying to find the fucking Whopperito. Mm-hmm. Oh, half hour well spent. But that that was topped by the um. We've talked about some food crimes before on this podcast, like the. Uh, Pasta. Ones we've committed ones that have been administered to us by others. Yeah, like the, like the pasta bread bowl and shit like that from Domino's. Like, food that should not exist, but was birthed in some, like, hateful, mad science food lab. Yep. And uh, I consume the latest byproduct of that hateful Italian laboratory. Oh, boy. What Papa G- Or not Papa Gino's. What did uh, Pizza Hut give you this time? Worse. Olive Garden? Oh, Olive Garden, yeah. So, I live in California, which means there's no really amazingly easily available Italian food. I also think we've talked about this at least once, but so oh, yeah. occasionally you're forced to go to Olive Garden because it's kind of your only option for like mediocre Italian food. And growing up where me and Jeff did, you occasionally kind of want mediocre Italian food. There's a weird charm to it where it's like, I'd like the, how do you pronounce this? Fettuccine. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was pronounced Fatuni. Like Fatuni Alfredo. Yeah, exactly. You want a place you can mispronounce that? The server rolls their eyes, corrects you, but it's not a dick about it. It's like, yup, you're white trash. Got it. <laughs> so the um, Olive Garden has unveiled their latest war in the uh, effort to kill Americans and just people in general. And it is the uh, Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie. <laughs> I'm I think you... I actually saw this now that I think about it. It comes in two flavors, meatball and chicken alfredo. I, I got the meatball version. Now, before I go into this, I want you to guess what the Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie is, Jeff. I'm guessing it's like some kind of like bread layer, then just straight like ziti, baked ziti. And then, like, I don't know, like a lasagna layer and just meat sauce mixed in this? You're not totally wrong, but you're giving the mad scientists at Olive Garden far too much credit and not, like, just fucking hating the world. So it is okay, a... Okay, I miss the gravel. Yeah. And the, uh, no, 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 you're, you're right. It's the still... The acetic acid. It is well, it still... Has acetic acid. No, no. You describe something <laughs> that's actually kind of remotely Italian. The Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie is <laughs> hatred masquerading as an Italian traditional dish, kind of like the pasta bread bowl did. And let let me explain this one to you. The Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie. Yes, I'm going to keep saying the full goddamn name because it's important. S-T-A-L-K-E-R, gotcha. Yes, it's important (laughs) to speak the name of evil so people know how to avoid it. Yep. Is a fucking pie crust, like a quarter-inch thick pie crust around, I'm not talking a <laughs> slice of that, like not a small slice, like a maybe that's too much pie size slice 
that is essentially a slice of, I'm assuming, a larger pie, which is terrifying to think about. That was a pie filled with, I wouldn't quite call it Kraft mac and cheese, but noodles of that size and a kind of half cheese, half sauce substance, and then tiny bits of what's called Italian ham or Italian bacon, which just tasted like super fucking uh, salty ham to me. But then they compact it down so it's dense. And the slice I got had... According to our server, somewhere between two to three pounds of pasta in it. <laughs> well, to put that in perspective, boxes of pasta are a pound. Yeah, and that's the same. <laughs> like, two it's, to three it's, boxes. It's of like pasta. pressed down. You need a goddamn t- lobster pot to cook that at all at the same time. No, so you don't do that in stages. Tiny little noodles, which makes it more believable. <laughs> like, grain of rice sized noodles almost just squished down into this pie base and then covered in red sauce and they have the audacity to throw cheese over the entire thing and like put it in a containment shell of cheese and then just huck like six meatballs at it like they're not going to kill you <laughs> huck six meatballs at you know the paintball gun they put it on the wall and let loose so would you generally describe meatballs as a light and refreshing food uh, usually they are dense and filled with meat, although bread is one of the ingredients in a meatball, so I'm guessing you wound up with something that was mostly bread and partly meat? No, so by comparison, the meatballs to the Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie were like eating a goddamn salad and how light they were. Like, they were airy and like full of not substance like it's like oh god like i my girlfriend watched me eat like first off my girlfriend should have stopped me from eating this but she's the one that pointed out on the menu and i'm like oh that's silly she (laughs) leans over and goes you're getting that you know that right And i'm like yeah i guess i am (laughs) you know me like i could have passed it up but no i had to witness it for myself like i wound up eating the entire thing and just like sitting there in a pool of shame and self-hatred and disgust like i'm just like i'm in the booth they're like oh i want to kill myself this this (laughs) i deserve to die (laughs) Like, this is my greatest sin ever, and I've done some fucked up shit in my life. <laughs> Why? Why would I do this? And, like, the thing is gone, and there's, like, three meatballs left, and the dumb part of my brain goes, you need to fucking finish those meatballs. And I go, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so full. I ate somewhere between two and three pounds of pasta just now in a pie crust, and there was cheese. Why was there cheese? Why would someone make this? Why eat- was there pie crust? <laughs> Every- the cheese has belong. The cheese belongs. Everything and everything about this fucking meal made no sense. And like, and it's Olive Garden. So like, oh, do you want some soup and endless breadsticks to go before you eat a dumb mistake? Yeah, I'll take some breadsticks. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh god, why? Who would allow this to happen? Why have we not stepped in to stop Olive Garden? Where are the proper authorities? <laughs> yes, like I'm like, do I call the police? Can we have your or the governor send all of Olive Garden's employees to uh, to PE to be shamed into not making Olive Garden food? 
something like that. Like, like I, I literally felt my stomach getting bigger as I ate this thing. Like, it was like, oh, I feel disgusting. So disgusting. Like, I got in my car. And I'm like, I, I feel like I'm drunk on pasta right now, dear. Like, I need to purge. What? Like, well, it's healthy eating things? No, like a shower. Of shame. I went home and took a shower. That's how disgusted with myself I felt. Like, I... <laughs> so my review of the Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie. Um, if you can trick someone around you into eating one, it's worth beholding evil in its most primal food form. <laughs> if you want a picture, you can find my Instagram. It's under Mordak. There's a picture of it. Oh, and it, it is It is the... Hateful son, the Domino's pasta bread bowl deserves. Like this is everything <laughs> about that, but worse. Mm. Oh jeez, would you like some carb with your carb? I. This Put goes like be- under carb and put carb balls. This in fucking it. thing went beyond carbs. Like this is the kind of like this is as someone who once ordered a pizza <clears throat> with a pizza on top of it. Yep. This was a bigger mistake than that. Like, that at least was a funny joke. This was like... This is the food item the Joker would come up with in an attempt to kill (laughs) Gotham City. Like Chaos incarnate. Yes, everything about this meal was just evil. Like, like, they should call the new menu the Necronomicon. It should be a picture of this, like, flickering in and out of reality at any given point. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the this, best... is, this meal is what stops Cthulhu. Yeah, no, no, this is a byproduct of Cthulhu influence in the world. Like this is it a is thing. Day aside. Yes. <laughs> this is this is like I have been now chosen, I think, to become one of his chosen courtesy of this food. Like I completed it. I'm capable of withstanding the madness, which is hearing his words. <laughs> oh no, I like, and the best part was we had, like, the management come over and ask me how it was part of the way through. I think because no one had ever ordered it before there. Like, it's like, <laughs> what kind of piece of shit orders this thing? I need to see. Ha! <laughs> I'll uh, never forget watching John Stewart. And uh, there was, like, a news segment that was, like, the owners of the Olive Garden are currently in the works of creating a new restaurant chain focused on home cooked Italian food called Not the Olive Garden. <laughs> I I, I, I kind of want to see what they do next, though. Like, after the Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie, I want to see where you go in offending Italian culture at that point. Like, yep. I, I, do you just start serving Mexican food or something and claiming it's Italian? Like, is the pasta burrito on the horizon or something? It'll probably be, like, the spicy pasta, and it'll just... You'll get it, and it just has extra, like, ground pepper on it or some shit. Linguini with salsa instead of red sauce? Yeah, some other atrocity against nature and culinary taste. That's that's fair. I I guess in the good life choices... uh, Not this is not to say good life choice. I bought (laughs) Grand Theft Auto V for a third time so I could play it on PC, because I've... I played Grand Theft Auto V quite heavily way the fuck back when it first came out in the Xbox 360 and PS3 era, and loved that game. And liked the idea of online, but at the time, online was, well, kind of boring and a bit of a clusterfuck network-wise. It was constantly dying and problems. 
So as a result, I got given a shit ton of money in that game by Rockstar. And yeah. every once in a while I touch the game, and I've always wanted to go back and actually like play online pretty seriously, and it was like 30 bucks on Steam, and it was, okay, yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll buy this. And then proceeded to play... That's how Steam gets ya. I played like 18 That's hours. That's I have Killer's Dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I played 18 hours of... of um. Grand Theft Auto Online in the span of a day and a half. Like that's, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good now. Heists are pretty cool. Yeah, this game's pretty mm. okay. Yep, the heists are pretty awesome. Getting like, <laughs> the like, give me more money. No, you didn't do any of the setup. You're just doing the final mission. No, give me more money. Fuck off, guy. <laughs> like, yeah. The community interaction in that game can be quite interesting. Nah, and the hacking stuff is pretty shitty for that, but at the same time, I've only had one hacking experience, and it was fantastic, because all of a sudden there was a dog, and the dog was raining missiles or some shit, and then I was like, oh my god, please spare me, oh great dog overlord, and the dude thought it was hilarious, so he was like, that one lives. I've only had asshole hackers. Oh, I'm sure. But the dude got in my car, and I'm driving away, and I'm, I was broke as a joke, so I'm driving away in some, like, Volkswagen bug ripoff vehicle. Yeah. And he gets in my car, and all of a sudden it turns into a pink Escalade that's, like, farting rainbows. <laughs> Thank you, God Dog. That's funny. <laughs> Deleting everyone's weapons on the map and then, like, raining fire from the sky at us. Oh, it's less funny. It's just shitty, yeah. That's what, that's what I kept running into, that kind of stuff, where it's like, yeah. Yay, you hacked a video game! Bully I mean, for you! I'm gonna I've, change servers now. I've crashed servers before, but usually they do something to me first. Like, I've been on, like, a Gmod server before where, um, people started being dicks to me. Yeah. So what I did is I just took out the toolbox gun and spawned, like, 600 bridges on top of each other until the server collapsed. Yeah. From all the physics interaction. But they were dicks to me first. <laughs> yeah, no, like, this people rolled into a server and like, I'm gonna be God now, and I'm like, Fuck, I was trying to do a thing. All oh, I want to do is this server. All I yep. want to do is change the color of my car. Please yeah, let me do that. that. Yeah, that's un- that's super unfortunate. Yeah, no, it, but it, yes, I'm I'm digging online and I think I have hit my wall with Overwatch. I I successfully played like an hour or so of that game every night last week and I'm just done. I I wish there was a campaign mode or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still having fun with it. No, and that's uh, the, that's the thing. It's like that game is a fantastic game for what it is. It mm-hmm. just doesn't have enough to keep me interested in it. Like it, I keep going back to this dumb comment of, "I wish it had a campaign mode of some kind." Well, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think you individually are the demographic. No, and I'm not so saying I, don't I think am. They're going to do it. <laughs> no, it, it is a. And like little dumb things, like the fact their head their head hitbox is so big, just slowly pushed me further and further away from that game. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's that game is such a good game, but at the same time there is some really weird. I don't want to call it bullshit. Cause it's very intentional to make it a more approachable game, but stuff mm-hmm. from like I I get it. This is meant to be like an approachable FPS. I don't like it though, and. As someone who's already kind of on the fence, it's like, no, this is, eh, sniping is too easy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to continue to enjoy it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, and at the same time that that was dying off for me, I got to watch more 40 videos, and... <laughs> <laughs> Bad.
back down that rabbit hole. Huh? So that's the worst part. So I'm editing last week's podcast, and we're talking about 40 videos and the preamble stuff. And like my brain goes, you should watch some 40 videos right now. And I'm like, no, no, I, uh, I, I got over that part of my life. No, Charlie, you should go watch some 40 videos right now. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You know you have those subscriptions still. Yeah, I, I have them. You get those emails. There are more 40 videos out there. Yeah, I guess I could go watch 40 videos. Do it. So, yeah, I watch more 40 videos. <laughs> and here we watch Charlie go into decline. I, no, I got my fill. Like, and, and honestly, it was kind of cathartic. We had the uh, presidential primary thing out here recently. And as someone who was just kind of annoyed with everyone on that topic, it was oh, yeah. nice to watch some uh, 40 videos about the uh, alleged political <laughs> process. And I'm like, man, <laughs> why does it not work this way? This way would be awesome. I need a t-shirt with that. that. I need a t-shirt that just says, the alleged political process. It has a picture of like a knocked over 40 and maybe half of a camera or something. I, <laughs> murderous Jack for president's all I'm going to say. <laughs> he started a video that was supposed to be an explanation of the electoral college and wound up being him like just bitching about how shitty Mustang cars are now. <laughs> oh, it was fucking amazing. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not sure I like anyone in the political race right now. Kind of like modern cars." And I'm like, "And there's speaking the of races, let's talk about that uh, the Ford Chevy race That's that they the, have in Australia. That is the kind of stuff that was going on. Yeah, it was. I'm like, I needed this. This is what I needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got no problem voting for a woman. I'd rather vote for a stripper, though. I think. Yeah, fucking titties. Yeah, fucking strippers. Like, goes on for that fucking five minutes. I'm like, I don't know why I'm watching this. And my girlfriend's watching me watch this in, like, horror. It's like, you're an intelligent person. Why are you watching this? See, she watches you do self-bodily harm in the form of 40 videos, but then simultaneously encourages you to get the pasta baked pie. Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie. Say its name and know to fear it. Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie. Fear has been instilled. I think those were getting back at me for the 40 videos, in all honesty. <laughs> it's her revenge. Yeah. Ten ways to know your girlfriend's plotting to kill you. The the Olive Garden deep dish pasta pie is that's the first the, sign. Yeah, that, that's on the list. That's definitely She's trying to slow list. you down. Yep. She's trying to kill you uh. through that. But yeah, I, so to counteract my 40 video watching, I guess, I was super... Uh, for those who follow Destiny at all, you may have... On the day of recording, in fact, the Rise of Iron Bungie event happened, and they revealed a whole lot of nothing, but they're like, yeah, it's officially happening, and here's some screenshots. Look at these wolves, and I'm like, those are pretty bitchin' wolves, Bungie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's more of what I think I'm going to love about that game, especially given the fact they're like, nah, this entire expansion's basically like Viking and medieval-themed. I'm like, yes! Fucking Space Knight technology! This is all I ever want! Let's have some 40k Space Wolves to pop I, in. No, so that's the thing. Like That game is in my book at its best when it's like, so you're a futuristic super soldier of the future, yeah? What makes you that? I got this giant flaming axe. Not guns. Fucking flaming, flaming giant axe, man! Do you see how cool this giant flaming axe is? You're right, it is pretty cool. No, yeah, no, it's when I'm playing a space marine, you're right. Like, it's, when that game is not fantasy, when that game is more fantasy than sci-fi in some ways. <laughs> it's like, you got superpowers. No, we have space magic. 
You literally called space magic. Yeah. <laughs> now, excuse me, I need to go drink a few mana potions. But, um, there's no mana potions, but stuff similar. Yeah, I, that's that counteracted my bad week of like, yeah, Eyes of Iron does not look shitty at least, but you also showed nothing. So, I guess springboarding off of that, it's time to talk about pre-3 2016. Hey, we got a cute little title for it this time. Yeah. Pre-3 2016. 2016! The year of Charlie and Jeff's regret. Regret. <laughs> this year is to regret. Let's start with 1989. <laughs> that's the year I was born. <laughs> oh, so I guess like we're in a kind of a strange spot for the first time in a while where you actually currently own a real console that's, mm-hmm. that's relevant in the modern landscape of games. So you kind of care about things. I'm weirdly suddenly like hunting heavy on the PC thing, so I'm like fucking buying, em- <laughs> fucking buying everything for PC. Fuck yeah! yeah! Well, it's actually funny. I was actually having like like exact thought before this was like, wait, I actually have a machine that can play games that are coming out at this moment. I haven't had this scenario in quite a while. Yeah. Um. That said, like, I still anything that I can get on PC, I get on PC. I don't. It, it's only when they pigeonhole me into having to use the PS4 for, like, Uncharted. Final Fantasy VII or Uncharted that, like, okay, yeah, I'll use that thing, but... Yeah. I've definitely hit a weird point where it's like, I don't give a flying fuck about graphics. I care about things working, and I only picked up GTA Online because it's like, no, it works it really works well on... It works at this on, point? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it works at this point. It works really well on PC, and I'm like, I'll go with that version. Like, if, if Destiny came out for PC, they're like, oh, it looks so much better. I'd be like, okay, how does it work? 60 frames a second, okay. And it runs super good. There's no crashes ever. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll restart. Mm-hmm. I'll start over from nothing. <laughs> no, but so uh, I went back and actually listened to some of our hype and excitement after last year's E3, and a lot of stuff we were excited for has not come out in any meaningful way. Well, a lot of it was supposed to come out in 2016. A lot of it has released dates still in 2016. Yeah, they're coming out later on. Yet. And a lot of it's just doing round two. <laughs> yeah, no, so I guess to run through some stuff, like the major leaks and announcements are Injustice 2 has been announced. Uh, Cuphead has non-boss fight footage out there, so that's a thing. Watch Dogs mm-hmm. 2 is officially happening. i uh, not sure if I, Rise of Iron again. They're, they've hinted they're going to talk more about that. Lego Dimension showed off a bunch of new stuff. Um, there's that new Agents of Chaos thing coming from the guys behind Saints Row, which sure as hell looks like Saints Row still. Even they, they even threw the Saints Row logo in the background of a scene, so I don't know what's up with that. Now, there's... Uh, I, like, and I'm Zero Horizon, or... Uh, was it Horizon Zero Dawn got pushed back? Yep, I'm fine with that, though. Yeah, That's but... a game that I want them to flesh out the everything. Cause that... Yeah. So there's an instance of a game that they're going to pigeonhole me with a PlayStation 4 that I fucking want. Yeah, no, that game looks, that game looks real good. Real good. No, yep. it's, I was hoping it would be out this year, though, and it's not, so that makes me a yep. tad sad. Like, it's... I guess someone's like kind of on my list. Like, Division came out since last E3, and it was, I wouldn't call it mildly heartbreaking, but we make fun of it enough to know kind of where we stand on this mm-hmm. one, if you will. Uh, 
<laughs> the Taken King Destiny expansion came out. It was good. We didn't get that much extra content the rest of the year. Like, we had two expansions in this year since September of Destiny, which were the Taken King and the most recent, um, God, what the hell is it called? Uh, the new Reef thing. I, I'm, it's so unmemorable, I am blanking on what it's called. They added the Championship of Elders and stuff like that. It really wasn't even if the Valentine's Day event. <laughs> no, that was a different thing. That was the Valentine's I guess we had SRL, like they they promised a bunch of stuff we haven't really gotten, so that's yeah, we got some stuff, not as much stuff as I wanted, I guess. But that's probably on me a little bit. Uh, Cuphead kind of disappeared off the face of the map. That's actually a game my girlfriend's more excited than, for than I am. And I'm really happy they showed off a non-boss fight because they kept saying there's more than just boss fights in this game, but they never released any footage of a non-boss fight segment. So it's like, yep. I don't believe you, you liars. <laughs> That said, now that I've actually seen Cuphead, I totally get where your girlfriend's coming from. Because the a, game does look really interesting. So that's <clears throat> that's the thing. Um, I think that game looks, emphasis on the looks, like the style, mm. the graphics, the animation looks really good. The gameplay itself, I'm not sure I'm totally in on. And like. She and I were actually talking about this just today. Like, my Xbox One decided it was going to break recently. The fans all screwed up, and I need to get it fixed. And I've been like, hey, I'll get it fixed eventually. And she's like, oh, you have to get this. And she's like, oh, someone's just going to buy it. I'm going to buy an X-Bone for Cup. And I'm like, no, they're fucking not. Like, this is not. This game visually is stunning. Mm-hmm. This is. A, if this game costs. Any more than like twenty five, thirty dollars, I will not be buying it. Like this is not a full price game, and this is definitely not a game you buy a console on. Like it's not. It, it in the same way, I don't think you should buy a game for just Mario. It's like no, it's like this is just Uncharted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Even that, I'm kind of like really. That's what puts you over the edge, but at the same time, I don't care. But like, well, it's, there's more. Square Enix contact yeah, the, for the, me, but yeah. You bought the you bought it on the same <clears throat> promise I bought the Wii U, which was like stuff is coming you care about, and I'm like, yay. Please. <clears throat> nah, so what? it's like I, I, I want it I think in some weird way Cuphead could be the star of E three, but at the same time, I don't think there's enough there for it to be the star of E three. Like it's just mm-hmm. a side scroller. A visually it does actually have some real competition games mixed in because, or at least from what I've read now, this is actually a precedent I should probably give up here in the front is, I have been through the entire E3's like uh, game spot sponsored like top 50 games to look through and then went through the IGN confirmed games at E3 and they do not contain the same fucking games. No, they never do. So... If I list games that are came out in 2015 or, like, they already had their releases or they're conflicting info, that's because conflicting info is being presented. And I, yeah. I can't apologize, so I'm, it's going to be what it's going to be. So hopefully the discourse is interesting enough. Yep. But, like, it sounds like we're getting a new Mass Effect game, a new Deus Ex game. Well, the Gears Deus Ex game comes out in, like, August. It's been announced for a while, and I'm pretty excited yeah. about that one. But these things are going to be at E3, yeah. and, like, Cuphead is not... It's not exactly a shoe-in. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's It's got to be there. I'm going to start worrying about that game. They, they put out so much new footage, it had better goddamn be there at this point. 
You're talking Deus Ex? No, Cuphead. Deus Ex, oh, Cuphead, yep. Deus, Deus Ex has a release date. It comes out in August. It's like, no, mm-hmm. it, it's coming out. We, re- we bumped the release date back a couple months. It is fucking coming. If it's not at E3, I'll be like, okay, maybe they're not showing stuff. If it misses its release date, I will go, well, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I assume right. Battlefield 1 will be there. I. Yep. Yeah, it's... I, I want to care about Battlefield One. It it. I I love the idea of going back to World War One, but at the same time, it's like. I, it's a matter of time before we start doing like, Call of Duty or Battlefield like Spanish American War or, like, Korean War. Like yeah. they're just gonna start going through every single war throughout history. Yeah. Soon I'm gonna be. F- Marching over the Strait of Gibraltar, like... <laughs> yeah. Bethesda could have a really cool show, because they have Dishonored coming. The Battle Cry was a game they had at the show last year that they've done nothing with. Um, Doom just came out, and it's pretty goddamn good, as I keep saying over and over. I... That said, Doom has been a delightful surprise. Yeah, I don't no. have it yet, but all everything I'm hearing is delightful surprise. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that is absolutely the best of describing that game. I went in with the lowest expectations, and not only was it good, it's like, nah, you should probably play Doom. That's, that is a contender for Game of the Year for what it is. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that is a solid-ass game, regardless of my... I mean... Yeah, just making predictions. It's still in the same year as Uncharted Four, so it's gonna, it's gonna have to do some fighting for yes. that. No, and they, they're actually very comparable <clears throat> games. And we were, but it's, 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 it's June. We're not talking about I say, game yeah, of the let's, year let's yet. Pump the brakes here. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'll see more of a, a Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn there. I'm sad it got bumped to next year, but it's early next year, so I'm not sure. I'm too heartbroken. Allegedly, Prey Two is coming, so that'll be weird if that's actually there. Mm-hmm. That game's what, like the new Duke Nukem almost? I never played Prey 1, so I wouldn't know. You're lucky you didn't play Prey 1. It was not great. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Allegedly, um, Ubisoft is announcing a bunch of new IPs, which, after the launch of their last new IP, I'm like... Eh, Shotgun maybe, effect. <laughs> I, maybe you should stick with what you know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Things that you've worked at the kinks in, but at the same time, I'm hoping they'll show... The future of the division, because I, I, I keep looking at that game being like, I paid for your season pass. I kind of want to know what the rest of you got. Like, it's the game has a really good base set of bones. It's just a shame the outside of it's on fire all the time. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> eh, maybe a game that like in a year completely writes itself. I, yeah, maybe. I, I'd like to think so. Cause that, that could. They'd have to really fix the... Con- That's not fair. The Division 2 I might love a lot. Uh, they have to seriously fix the combat of the Division a lot for me to get over some of my gripes with it at this point, but I'd love to see some more plans for that at E3. Um, the Ghost Recon Wildlands, or whatever it's called, something along those lines. They showed off last year. It's been kind of radio silence on that. They've leaked a couple or a couple videos that come out here and there. I'd love to see that, but at the same time, I'm very afraid of anything Ubisoft puts out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to see Nintendo do actually something this year, but I'm not... 
hopeful about that at all. <laughs> so as you're going through companies, like I wrote myself a shit ton of notes and yeah. stuff, and I actually didn't write down... I looked up all these games, but I actually didn't look up the consoles they're associated with, so each one of them has equal amounts of ability to pull my attention and yeah. then for me to find out that I can't get it and be I would assume almost everything's coming to everything <clears throat> at this point or everything's coming to PC. Yeah. Like, It's become then, this weird fight between... It's Xbox versus PS4 because Nintendo's off in the field skipping around and no one cares anymore. And like, you have console exclusives now. It's no longer necessarily exclusives, period. It's like... Sony understands the concept of Uncharted will sell PS4s. Microsoft's now pushing a bunch of their exclusives onto PC, so I'd like I I am assuming anything Microsoft announces <coughs> will come to PC given their new like push for Windows 10 and Microsoft to play nice. Like, no, it's the Microsoft platform. It's not just the Xbox or the or Microsoft 10. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. We're one company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But the company we springboarded out of this that I think would be good to kind of dwell on for a second is Nintendo. Because they're not going to come up in the blends. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, uh, let's see, the game that I know that caught my attention when I was looking on IGN for things coming this year. Yeah. Was they're getting a Corpse Party game. <laughs> They've got a couple Corpse Party games, I think. Yeah, well, they're getting a new one for the two or for the DS, which I find fucking hilarious. If they get some weird stuff <clears> for that <throat> console, like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it like so doing research for this podcast. There was so many commercials I had to sit through for the fucking Witcher Three Blood and uh, yeah. Wine expansion. No, the, which the... has tits and lots of. Well, not gore, but tits are in the damn thing. Yeah, it's a thing. And it'll be like, watch this horrific vampire-based murder scene. Lego Star Wars. Horrific murder tear-apart scene. Like, yep. Uh, Hunter, or Monster Hunter Generations. Like, this should just know not to go on Nintendo products. New Kirby game, Witcher 3. <laughs> yep. No, I, I think part of my disdain for Overwatch is driven by the fact that every time I watch anything on the internet, the ad I get is like, here's the story of Overwatch, and they're like, this isn't anywhere in the game! <laughs> but I know your feeling of like, wow, you're pushing this hard. Hmm? No, like the internet's like, you should care about this. This is a weird mix. Yeah. But... Say, how do we want to format this? Do we want to keep going through companies? Do we want to go through games individually? A little bit of A, a little bit of B. Uh, You seem to be going somewhere Nintendo. We can dwell on them more if you want. They're not a bad place to start, I guess, at the end of the day. I say, so, or I say, if we're talking Nintendo, you want to start with the big one? Zelda, fact or fiction? It's (laughs) going to be there. They said it's going to be there. And in, in the most cynical way possible, I'm not sure I care. Like, they would have to... Yep. I like Zelda a lot. I, I, I'm i not even trying to say I love Zelda. Like, I, I love The Ocarina of Time. I love Majora's Mask. I like some of the other ones, but it's never been... Nintendo, aside from Pokemon, has never made something that I'm like, I will play every fucking iteration of that game and, like, fight people to do so. 
Mm-hmm. It's I and I have a lot I, I have a lot of respect and love for what they've done, but like I I'm not sure what they'd have to announce at E3, which they're not going to because they've been like, no, we're not doing anything really for E3. I like, short of Bayonetta three, I'm not sure. Yeah, what they that'd could, be a pretty good pull. Yeah, I, it would take some effort for me to give a rat's ass about anything they're doing, even Zelda, because it feels like too little, too late. Does that make mm-hmm. any sense? Like it's. Oh yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Like the, the, the um, Wii U has had Bayonetta two. Splatoon, an okay Mario Kart game, and a bunch of re-releases of good games, and if you like Mario, a couple decent Mario games, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the Star Fox game, a game I was exceedingly excited for, they managed to fuck up, so initially I'm like, no, it's a Nintendo IP property, those things are always fantastic. I'm not sold on that notion anymore, so it's like, oh, it's a Zelda game. Yeah, Zelda should be a slam dunk. I don't give them that credit anymore, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... So... I hope it's good. <laughs> so this will probably be the last thing I talk about, about uh, Nintendo at all, which this is going to be a bit of a jump. Sure. Because it's not technically a Nintendo game. So this is going to be... I, believe, I don't know how to pronounce this fucking game. Ukulele? Oh, yuk- oh ukulele, yeah. 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 I realized the pun the minute I said it. Wow, I feel fucking dumb. So, I'm going to do a little bit of self-pimping here for a second that it kind of ties back to, like, our entire discussion and episode whatever about Nintendo that a ukulele, I think, is going to be the proof of there is a game out there, or I should probably explain what this game is because we're going to talk about a lot of games that a lot of people, are, if they're listening to this, are not going to be able to see. So basically, they're going back and resurrecting the rare formula of the Banjo Kazooie and the like, oh, so you don't know games. You have more info. Yeah, do you know who made that game? A lot of ex Rare employees. Yep, that left yeah. Nintendo, the Banjo Kazooie exactly. guys specifically. Yep. So they're going back and they're remaking the Collectimals. I think they call them uh, platformer slash Collectimals. Yeah, 3D platformer and. Um, if Nintendo wants to get their head out of their um, motion physics or their motion waggle bullshit ass and go to a game that lends itself horribly to motion controls but is fantastic and fun, this is an entire industry of games that has proven time and time again to be completely successful for them that they've just completely ignored. Well, With, so I guess like the defend Nintendo, which I'm not sure I'm going to believe about to do, like. Stuff like their 3D Mario's have done well. Like it's, they're not they're, their games aren't doing poorly. They're just not always good. And like, and the reality is, I have a very strong bias against Mario games. If I like Mario games, I've heard the Wii U is pretty good because you have Mario Maker and shit like that. But as someone yeah. who's like, I could never play a Mario game ever again. Be kind of okay with that. I, yeah, I, but well, I get where you're coming from. Sort of flip side of that is like they've managed to single handedly like take out to pasture every rare uh, franchise individually. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, is the rare titles, people want them. They don't, they want good ones. They don't just want Nintendo to fart out. Uh, well, Nintendo's not rare anymore. They're not, a f- Microsoft owns rare now. Yeah, th- this is true. Yeah. But I'm sure if Nintendo wanted to ante up the money and actually, like, go down that path, they could probably be successful. They'd have to 
clearly spend money to make Microsoft bend over for them. But we've seen in the past, like these companies are willing to work together for the right price. It's not the 1990s where it's like Nintendo and Sony don't even pen pal each other. They send hateful messages and trebuchets over a wall. Yeah, I get where you're coming <laughs> from. I guess my reaction is you don't need to buy Rare. You just have to do something kind of new like ukulele. Like it's the yeah. That game got kick-started in seconds, allegedly, or got, it reached its goal exceedingly quickly. Yep. Obviously, it's something people care about, which if then like Nintendo's like, hey, we made a new game or made a new IP. Like Splatoon did really well. Splatoon was pretty good. And it was new, which is why I was like, okay, I'm curious. Yep. But. Yeah. So what company would you like to talk about next? Want to talk about, uh, if you want to do Sony or Microsoft last? Uh, we'll end on Sony, because I care about those yeah. the most. Let's do PC next, actually, because that's okay. kind of a console. So I haven't researched these com- or these things by console, so you're going to have to kind of spoon feed me what game you want to talk sure. about. Sure, <laughs> it's more... Uh, the PC, I think, once again has a kind of press conference this year like it did last year. I suspect mm-hmm. it will be about as bad as last year. And I only bring this one up because I would like this to be the E3 where we actually act like PC is a thing we should care about. Like, yes, I know I've done a complete 180 in the span of a year where I'm, I was previously like, I don't give a fuck about the PC market, but now that I have one that works, I'm like, yeah, I kind of care. I'm... Mm-hmm. Be nice if they cared about me too. <laughs> not, not, I'm not sure I care about that. It's more just it's like it's time to go back to treating PC like it's part of the industry again. Like, and Steam is a thing, and it's often one corner being Steam, which is awesome. But at the same time, like there should be a Valve thing at E3. There should be a Valve press conference, maybe giving some kudos to like <laughs> the ten best Greenlight games of the year or something like that. At the risk of being berated, there was, like, the games we might see at E3. Half-Life 3. No, it's... it's, No. (laughs) There is no Half-Life 3. There's no Left 4 Dead 3. There's no Half-Life 2 Episode 3. No. This is why they're not at E3. They can't count to 3. It's terrifying. That that makes sense. But, yeah, no, I I want someone (laughs) to start giving PC the credit it deserves, I guess, or at least the respect it deserves in some ways. Mm -hmm. And... Microsoft is kind of doing that, but it's still under the Microsoft, like, Xbox umbrella. So it's like, no, it's Xbox, but a bunch of our games are coming to PC. Aren't we sexy? Don't you want to play with us still? (laughs) No! It also, I think, seems a little bit like if they reward PC, it's at the cost of their console in some ways. And it almost seems like they can't save face when they say it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's this... I want, like, a Windows 10 booth, as dumb as that sounds, where it's like, here's 10 awesome games coming to Windows 10 this yeah. year. Okay. Like, that's why, like, a Steam here's, booth makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, here's Windows 10 and its smaller kernel and how not Windows 8 it is. Yeah. Yeah, we nah. can do that. Nah, it's, I just want some respect for PC. And, like, and the reality is most games are coming out for PC now, and with some exceptions, they work okay off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there's a little poking that goes around but the like flat out failures we had even like two or three years ago they're fewer and farther between than they used to be yeah and a lot of them seem to be very like specific like i believe it was the division you said it was like if you had like a g4 7 series or oh, a 8 series dark souls 3 had a crash at a specific point if you had a certain graphics yeah. card yeah yeah but the thing is is like 
usually they're very or at least in that one's description it's a very unique very specific like set like that doesn't account for the nines and tens like yeah and the probably seven sixes and fives i don't know what the minimum requirements on that game are as long as you have a gpu that can or you have a cpu that can put out the power yeah no yeah i guess that's natural tradition to microsoft at that point um both Sony and Microsoft are talking about unveiling new consoles. I want... Just when I got one. Yeah. Well, I... we knew about the PlayStation 4.5, yeah. 4K, E1. The Neo or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be surprised what Microsoft has to present because I... if so, the Xbox One will go down as not having had much, like things on it also i think the new xbox one is a ways out at this point i think like the the sony for the ps 4.5 is a closer reality i think than the microsoft than the xbone point two whatever the the xbone whatever the next version it's going to be and mm-hmm. i all i want from microsoft this year is for them to show me enough stuff that i have to get my xbox one fixed so i can play cuphead I will be getting it fixed because my girlfriend really wants to play Cuphead, and that will make her happy. I want them to show me more stuff and, like, hey, say when it's coming out for me to be like, did not be like, did I just fix my Xbox One to play Cuphead and Cuphead alone? I don't want it to become <laughs> my Wii U where it's like, yeah, I bought this game to play Bayonetta two, or bought this console to play Bayonetta two, like, and I get it. it's like, yeah. oh, you it's like. Oh, they have that thing with the division. It's like, yeah, I get DLC a month earlier to a game I haven't played since a month and a half after its launch. Like, Lottie fucking duck. I regret buying its season pass and shit. Like, I, I if there's a way to get my money back for that, I would. Yep. No, definitely. It's like, oh, we got Halo 5. Yes, Halo 5, a franchise I do not care. We got a bunch of racing games. Bully! <laughs> Good for you. Don't care. Mm. Halo so 6, would you like to continue down the Microsoft path and start naming games, and I can tell you if I research them. <laughs> nah, what have you researched? Because I don't even know what they're bringing to the table. Uh, say, well, I've actually got a huge list, but it's not organized. <laughs> uh, give me a list. Or... or do you want me to just start going through it yeah. and go through my thoughts and you can bounce in? Yeah. So I went through the top 50 of, I guess it was like GameFAQs list. So if it seems like it's in order, it's probably because it is. And if it seems like I skipped a game, it's probably because I didn't care. Yeah. Or it's a sports game. C-section C 1. Um, so first was Battlefield 1, which they're talking about, like, open world. And they're talking about, like, a focus on, like, tanks and air, which you picked an interest. I mean, oh, I World read War 1 is this. the yeah. advent of a lot of those things, which is very interesting. But we didn't have a lot of those things, I don't think. Like, yes, the plane was involved in World War One, but that doesn't mean we were farting out a thousand there was, planes. There were some cool planes, I, I guess, like, the idea of Battlefield 1 being, quote, best on Xbox, though, is just bullshit in my mind. That, that is a franchise that is always best on PC, because you can have the giant maps and the higher frame rates and the better graphics. Like, that is a franchise that warrants the upper end stuff of the pc market because yep. it's 64 players yeah is it's, awesome. it's it's better that way yep so the next game i saw was for honor 
which have you heard about that one? That's the dueling game. It's Ubisoft, right? Yep, it's a dueling game which with Vikings, uh, I guess the English and samurais, and it actually looks pretty fun. The demo um, I saw last it year d- looked real cool. If that game <clears throat> costs more than thirty bucks, I'm not paying for it. No, I agree. It looks like a fun party game. It does not look like a good like. I would not want to six, sit down and play ten hours of that game in a row. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the next one I have is Tom Clancy Ghost Recon. That's on Wildlands, yeah. Um, the commercial for that was one of the strangest things I've ever it's seen. So they, fucking weird. They list like a whole bunch of things that they quote unquote are, and they're just like we are adventurers, we are pathfinders, we are warriors. We are ghosts. It's like, I just saw you walk through, like, five towns and, like, talk to the, like, the indigenous people. A ghost you are not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's basically like Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4. Yeah. person adventure, which I'm totally down for, so long yeah. as it's, like, appropriately ridiculous. And I am excited for that game. It's got some interesting stuff going on with the trailers for it. Like, that game looks brutal as shit potentially and yeah i like my brutality no no fully agreed um you say uh also it seems that we've gotten to a new territory which is anti-cartel which now that i guess we've beaten up nazis the russians and china enough in these video games the cartel needed their due yeah they're topical they're they're, they're the new big evil they're the new Nazis of well, the video game industry. They are a kind of like for a while it was like Russian terrorists. Like it's the no, yeah. there's no, like, there's no defending these organizations. Yeah. They're just kind Throw of away villains. Yeah, it's like are, are we the bad guys? <clears throat> well, what do you mean? We kind of all have these cool skull shirts. Are you <laughs> sure we're not the bad guys? No, have you no, seen no. That skit too. Yeah. Oh my god, I think it's fantastic. Are you sure we're not the bodies? Um. Yeah, no, that's so, the cartel, and they make it easy because it's like, oh, we have all these death totems everywhere, and have skull face paint, and like our bosses wear like giant skull sombreros and paint their faces. It's like, what is going on? When did video <laughs> games become real life? <coughs> I mean, in this game, they literally have people with all kinds of like face tattoos and stuff. It's like, yeah, that guy's probably evil. Yeah. <clears throat> Not to profile against people with facial tattoos, but uh. You're, you're probably a villain in a video game now. I'll say it now. If you have a skull face tattoo, I yes. don't want you on a plane with me. Probably not. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be in an elevator with that guy, even. <laughs> so, next thing I have now, if it seems like I'm going, if all these games seem like uh, first-person shooters, I'm guessing it's because they paid game facts to be at the Put top at of the, the list. list. So, Call of Duty Infinite War. Don't <clears throat> care. Well, the funny thing is, is watching some of its footage, I almost feel like this was a missed opportunity for an alien game. Yeah, I I get where you're coming from. Because they definitely have a lot of really good, like, like, not exactly nauseating, but loss of control being flung around a room. You're not in control of your environment moments that lend themselves really good to horror games. That I almost feel like you know maybe they maybe that's what Call of Duty needs to do is just go all the way down the hole and be like okay we're just gonna hire some of the guys from who made fucking uh, PT and just scare the piss out of you for a couple of minutes. Maybe I 
I've... It'd be interesting, at least. I don't know if it'd be successful. I, this is going to sound weird. I've liked the Call of Duty's forays into these weird super futures. Like um, Black Ops 3, where they had basically like Ghost in the Shell cyber powers. I say we gave that the uh, the best Ghost in the Shell game. No, it's... It, I wish it expanded more, but that game's got some cool stuff going on. It's still very much a Call of Duty game, but the campaign for that game is surprisingly kind of goofy fun. And then, like, Advanced Warfare, the one with the mech suits you got, that was also kind of cool. It had one of the better endings they've had in a long time. Like, it's... And I actually enjoy the, like, no, you can, like, wall run and air dodge and shit. And I'm like, this is so stupid, not Call of Duty at all. I kind of dig it. I mean, we should never lose track of the F word fun yeah if it can be fun i don't care if it's a goddamn ea product like i want it to be sold fun yeah no and i guess so, the one reaction yeah. i have is this infinite war thing or war infinity whatever the hell it's actually called it's yep. it's too far like it's the i like my call of duty in the implausible near future i don't want space travel i have mass effect yeah Destiny. I actually wrote down I, Mass Effect game question mark. <laughs> no, um, that's it. I have other games that are better space games. Like, and the reality is it's like, no, no, it's space as a setting. So it's Halo? Like, it, it's... <laughs> you've entered into a weird category where it's like, no, there are other games that already do this. Stop and they do it. it well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about it is, for me, it may not be a terrible thing for... Um, I think there's actually a game I wrote in here somewhere. I can't remember which one. Um, that would be, to me, having a Mass Effect replacement isn't a horribly repulsive thing because every time I come back to playing the Mass Effect series, it all comes back to hinging on Mass Effect 1, and that is always a very hard-to-overcome topic. Yeah. And having a company just go, yeah, it's a Mass Effect game that you don't have to play Mass Effect 1 to be up-to-date with is somewhat of an appealing concept. That said, I'm not saying that the new Call of Duty game is a Mass Effect game. No, I, I, <clears throat> the appeal of that game is an RPG. Like This is very much... I, I'd love it if Call of Duty went back to World War II or just, like, generic modern for a couple games. Like, I'm super mm. excited for Modern Warfare 1's release because... I secretly kind of fucking love that game. That game was really cool. The campaign is solid. I don't mind modern shooters. It's just like we're in this weird arms race of like we have to up we have to up last year's gimmick. What if I liked last year's gimmick? Yeah. Like, maybe I say I think I'll go on record and completely challenge our entire journalistic integrity and say that I liked Modern Warfare 4, like the the first one. Yeah, it's good. Um that said like I used to play that game, and I would play... I was, like, a level 16, and I would top three almost every single game I played against, like, 55s and stuff, and I would only play the guns that I enjoyed playing. Like, I was using the fucking Scorpion and the AK-47. The M16 was broke as shit, because you only had to hit someone three times anywhere, and they died. Like, I was never using, like... I didn't have top-end gear. I just was good at the game and enjoyed it. And that's something that should never be underestimated or underappreciated is, did you enjoy it and did you have fun? No, as a weirdo who plays the Call of Duty games for their campaigns with some frequency, or every year I play the Call of Duty campaign, Modern Warfare 1's the best Call of Duty game made. That campaign is nuts and awesome. Mm -hmm. Two's not bad. 
Three is not so good. Ghost is terrible. <laughs> I don't care for Black Ops up until Black Ops Three, where it's like it's Ghost in the Shell. So, the next one to talk about is going to be real fucky. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven won't be there. Okay, um, it said to me that, or I saw that they would, but that I... said like. This game, I really need them to tell me a lot fucking more uh, about me, it before let, I get any let emotional Let me tell you a tale. It is Ooh, a like cyberpunk game from the guys behind The Witcher. Yes, it and is... they basically shit-talk The Witcher as hype. Yeah, I, it's, I, <laughs> I very much want to be excited for this game. I, I had some discouraging words to say about Witcher 3, mostly because... I felt they compromised in the combat in some weird plays. Like I, I had a bad time with Witcher 3, which is why I was so hard on it. And I fucking mm-hmm. love that franchise. Like, CD Projekt Red may, if not may, is probably one of the best developers out there right now in their mm-hmm. attitude towards their fans, the way they approach their games. Like, everything they do is what you want from a modern game company in many ways. Like, if if Bungie could be even half as good as CD Projekt Red is to its community, Destiny would be fixed by now. Yep. Same goes but. for The Division and shit like that. Like, it's... If you could just do what CD Projekt Red does, where it's like, no, we're just gonna push it back a year. Why? It's not ready. We'll take the hit. Yep. They, um... I I am somewhat like I am open to being excited about this game, but they need to provide me with content before I, I can. They be. they put out one trailer. They've talked about it a couple times. I'd like to see more about the, one, the game. I don't think there'll be a physical game there. I bet we see some footage though. I say the one trailer that they have is like useless. one fucking still frame that they just look at from different angles over the court. They slow down like one second of like real life time. And, like, bullet fire and stuff, it is not enough of anything to tell fucking anything. I actually can't even tell if you're playing as, like, the chick in the center or the Judge Dread motherfucker behind her. So my guess is that, remember when we talked about... Probably the Judge Dread guy. No, so my guess is that it's... Remember we were talking about Ghost in the Shell where I said I, I, I want a game set in the Ghost in the Shell universe where it's, like, I don't necessarily want to play as any of the members of Section 9... I just want to play as some person who can or can't get augmented and shit like that in that yep. world. It, it could be all that. I'm guessing it might be something along those lines. Like, I, I my, my hope for that game is you're playing, like, a new recruit to the Section 9 equivalent or you're, like, some private detective. Like, I want a series of things to investigate kind of Deus Ex style. Like, mm-hmm. I, the possibilities of that game are awesome. I want a... Yeah. Directed story, obviously, but it's CD Projekt Red, so I kind of I'm like, no, I kind of fucking trust you to do this. Like, the the issues I've had with any of your games so far have never been how engaging and amazing the worlds have been. It's been the combat, and I'd like something that shows how that game works. Yeah. So more would be nice. No, anything would be nice. Yes. <laughs> um. So, but springing off they- that for a second. CD Projekt yep. Red has copywritten the name Gwent the Witcher trading card game, the video game. Nice. So we're a Gwent video <clears throat> game. Should be cool. So the next game I have here is Titanfall 2. Yeah. So what I found the most hilarious about this whole thing is that, um... <laughs> so they're talking about 
uh, well, one, they're talking about having a campaign to the game and finally being like, hey, maybe single player would make our game not crash into the earth so hard. Yeah. Um, But also they're trying to get a fucking TV show. And they're trying to get my favorite studio to produce it, which is Lionsgate Studios, which is the brilliant minds behind insert horror film here or insert low budget horror film here. Yeah, like the work. Saw series. It could. But they're like, or it's hilarious because they're like, they're the people behind the most recent. Um, what's it called? Hunger Games movie. I'm like, yeah, they also made Saw. Like, <laughs> And the fucking Wiggles movie. They're like first like six movie credits are fucking Wiggles movies. Like, <laughs> I love Lionsgate Studios because like all the like From Hell Jack the Ripper movies and shit is all them. Not true. Like they they have made so many bad horror movies. They they are I love these guys. They're great. Keep making stuff. I love you. Yeah, I guess to bring it back <clears throat> to the Titanfall too, I. I suspect this may be the year of E3 where it's like, this is the game you should have put out the first time around. Like, And I suspect Titanfall 2 will be the game I wanted with Titanfall 1 where it's like, I like Titanfall 1. It was just a damn shame there wasn't much to do in Titanfall 1. Yeah. It'd be kind of like Left 4 Dead where it's like, Left 4 Dead 2 pointed out all the problems with Left 4 Dead 1. I actually like Left 4 Dead 1 more than Left 4 Dead 2. I do in a way as well, but they're like, hey, look, melee weapons. You should have had that from the beginning. Yes. I, <laughs> that I agree with. I think the levels and the characters were better in Left 4 Dead 1, though. Yep. So, next thing I have on my list. Return to Arkham. My full explanation here is Return to Arkham. Fuck yourself. No, seriously. The graphics were already good. Yeah, we talked about this, I think, a couple weeks back, actually. Yeah. This is just the HD up-res, the first two Arkham games. Don't yeah. care. I... Which I'm used to, like, up being, you know, like, games from forever ago, like yeah. Zelda. This is a fucking <laughs> Not... honey grab. Yeah, this is uh, our last couple Arkham games didn't do so hot, so please buy the ones you liked. Yeah, I... so this is the reality, too. Like, I've looked <clears throat> at the trailers for this, and they've gone back, and I love the art style in the original Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, because it kind of has this nice cartoony quality still. They've gotten rid of that, and it's now like the gritty Arkham Knight style thing, where I'm like, yep. I don't like this as much. It looked better when it had that little cartoon flourish to it. Makes you feel very fortunate you own the original. Yeah. Um, that said, I've gone back and replayed the originals. I've actually had some replay shows value to those games. They're damn good. No, they are fantastic games. I have no interest in ever playing a second time for my own enjoyment because I played the shit out of them the first time. <laughs> so the next one, so this one is going to be interesting. Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, so obviously this is a game I'm hyped for. I think if they release anything at E3, it's just going to be a continuation of the like, Hey, so Tangled is confirmed. Big Hero 6 is confirmed. They'll probably announce some other recent Disney IP has been confirmed. And I couldn't give two shits less about that. I think the that. Marvel stuff might be in it now. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I would be so happy to play a fucking uh, Kingdom Hearts game with, like, Iron Man or some shit. Yeah, That'd be great. I, I think they have to have something. Like, it's... You can't just say it's coming and not put out anything an entire year. There has to be something. That said, in the Kingdom Hearts universe, just having a level 
usually isn't all that like they get like some you'll often get like a summon from a specific universe and stuff like they they usually like if they got a marvel universe i'll be able to summon fucking tony stark and make him shoot lasers no, you want soul, hulk shoulder or hulk yeah you want hulk as your summon you get, the, you'll get me they'll get me somebody <laughs> you want hulk for that summon no it's so ne- I, it, it, they have to show something or i'm gonna start writing that off as never fucking happening it'll come out square enix doesn't vaporware things really that's they do release bad games they'll do that that's true (laughs) they'll kick it out the door this does raise the question of what is worse a game that never comes out or a game that is bad uh i'll take the bad honestly it removes the mystery i don't don't like the mystery i'd rather have that mystery still like the idea of it could have been good is always more appealing to me than like i played it it was bad (laughs) i'd have loved duke nukem forever to have never come out that said i don't think kingdom hearts 3 and all the content i've seen for it I don't think they fucked it up so irreparably that it's unplayable. No, it's a... If someone were to tell me, Jeff, you're playing the same game with new characters, be like, you're right! And then I'd keep playing. No, I think that's, the, that's the beauty of that franchise. It is... It, it's, its plot is stupid as hell from the outside, but the overall kind of draw of the game is be Sora in different places with different characters. That's pretty yep. hard to fuck up as long as you don't, like, completely overhaul the combat system. Yep. Um... So, let's see. Next, Pokemon Sun and Moon. I want to care, but I don't care, because the starting characters are shit. Not Pokemon Go? Um. <laughs> no, that, yeah, no, that's yes, my that's analysis. A, yeah, that's, that's, I, I fucking love Pokemon games. I, I, I played almost every Pokemon game that's come out to a certain extent, some to completion. Even Pokemon Tournament. I, Pokemon Tournament's good. I know, but not many people know it exists. That's true. This is the if this is your first podcast, look at Pokemon Tournament. It's totally cool. It's cool. Did the video go up <laughs> yeah. for that already? What? Did you just watch the video, or did the video go up for it? No, just like talking to you made me pursue my own. No, like, the, we'll have a video up for that content. probably during E3 week because I'm timely as ever on my video uploading. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, the beauty of being a small channel. Yeah, I, you have Pokemon Go on the horizon, so. I guess to jump back to Nintendo for a second before we move on to Sony and all the rest of these games. Yeah, the rest of my list. Nintendo mentioned they're doing some mobile games. Like, they're bringing Animal Crossing to the phones. I want to That's fuck. a phenomenal idea. I want to see that so badly. <laughs> like, the fact there has not been an official Pokemon game on a phone yet is someone's failing. The fact that Animal Crossing is not on the phone yet is someone's failing. What's depressing about that is that they that Pokemon hasn't had the wherewithal to look up how many downloads of was it uh, my new boy or whatever it is um, my old boy the fucking Game Boy emulators and just been like man those are doing really well how can we get our hand in that <laughs> yeah the, the fact there is no Pokemon like, I'm not even saying I necessarily want Pokemon Go I just think every Pokemon game should be released for phone. As well as the... Uh, a, you should make a goddamn console game already. A real Pokemon console game. B, any Pokemon game you put out can work on my phone, I'm willing to bet. Just put it out for my phone as well. Stop making me mm. own a 3DS. Yep. Well, that there's the problem for them. <laughs> yeah. I, no, they've said they're moving into the phone categories, so maybe we'll see something. I, I'm super yep. excited about Pokemon Go. I... 
I don't care about the legendaries they've shown off so far, and my options are a bullshit otter, a cat, or an owl for starters. And if the owl was fire or water, I'd be like, yeah, okay, maybe I'll play this one. But it's leaf, and I don't start with leaf ever. And it's like, oh, what's water? What's the bullshit looking? I don't know. Yep, not playing this one. I saw a really funny uh, GIFs with sound, the place where they match up a GIF with a YouTube video yeah. is audio only. And it was the Morgan Freeman narrates facts about owls with the starting owl Pokemon. Yeah, that's about it right. It was really funny. Uh, that the, uh, the owl is fantastically not a Pokemon, too. It's like the least Pokemon Pokemon ever. It's like, nope, that's just like a 10-year-old strong of an owl. Congratulations. <laughs> it's cute. It reminds I guess. me of some of those like how to draw an owl things. Yeah. Like draw two circles for eyes. Draw the rest of a fucking owl. You're comp- you're done. Congratulations, you've drawn an owl. Yeah. So next, so this was on. I don't know if IGN reported this one as well. If this was just Game Facts, but Attack on Titans video game next for the PlayStation Four next. You don't want to talk about that. I I don't care. I. It's an anime licensed game. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. It'll be shoved off into some weird corner that I'll wind <clears> up in trying to find a place to sit down at the show. And yeah. I, that's all I got. Like, next. No. I had some feels, but we can move on. Yeah. Um, so, Civ Six. Um, as someone who's not <laughs> played any of the Civilization games, this one doesn't really draw me in any way I, it did make me want to go play homeworld yeah i <laughs> i i don't like strategy games civ's a really good strategy game though i'm glad people that love civ are getting a sixth stra- are getting a sixth one i hope um that uh gandhi is still super aggressive with nuclear weapons in this one that's all i got <laughs> I, yeah it's civ you, you know what you're getting yeah. It's definitely the category of I'm glad Civ fans are getting a Civ game, but I'm not personally interested. It, my reaction to Civ is always, this is like releasing a new version of chess every four years. Yeah. Because if you change so the rules, people will be pissed. But if you don't <laughs> change it a little bit, people will also be pissed. Yep. So the next one I got is there's Dishonored 2 coming out. Um, I didn't like Dishonored maybe, yeah. one, so yeah. I like I like Dishonored one, so I'm pretty stoked for that. It looks cool, but I, yeah, it I, seems like they've just done a continuation and they've played with the characters' like abilities a little bit. Just like we've traded in teleport for an extendy claw. If they fix the goddamn discrepancy between giving you all of these amazing murder powers and the entire time being like, you shouldn't murder people and giving you no tools for not murdering people, I will like Dishonored 2. I hated Dishonored 1 because it's like, look at all these awesome murder powers. What do I get for non-murder? Eh, basically nothing. Uh, that's not entirely true because a lot of the non-murder ones did what the murder ones did, but faster. So it was like knockouts, but faster and more sparse. I'm sorry, I couldn't summon rats to murder people (laughs) non-lethally. No, you can't. There there were so many cool murder... That was my issue. It's like, no... Clearly your mistake is you shouldn't have done a non-murder run. Clearly you just needed to do a murder run. No, that's the thing. I tried like playing that game. Like, okay, I'm going to do a non-murder run. And eventually I'd be like, fuck it, everyone dies! Rats! I did that... 
I did that too, and I still got the good ending. Yeah, I got the good ending eventually. I, I got betray. I got to or spoiler. I got to the betrayal section, and then I just went Hobart murder hobo from then on. No, so that's the issue. Like every part of that game is screaming murder them all. Like it's like. No, Kill dude. them all, Timmy. Kill them all. No, like, it's like every power they give you, every weapon they give you, it's like, you should straight up murder these people. But what if you should murder them? But what if I <laughs> murder? But, I don't know why you're so hung up about this, because that was an option. <laughs> no, murder everyone was totally cool with no, the No, but game. because like the game was like trying to make you take this high moral high ground, while the entire time saying murder everyone. That was an everyone. option. You weren't forced to take it the moral high really ground. It really pushed you towards the you should murder everyone category. But the then same, do it. No, that's the thing. Like, do but then when it. you did, it was Give like... It. The game had the audacity once you murdered everyone to be like, you shouldn't have done this. It was the wrong choice. I'm like, but you told me to. The voices literally in the game character's head were like, you should murder these fools. You're lucky I'm drinking. (laughs) No, it's... if, no, they could tighten up, really fine. <laughs> if they could tighten up the sword combat a little bit more in that game, I... That I give you. Yeah, they, it, that game could use a little bit of tweaking in the tightening up category. It sounds, from what I've heard, they've actually fixed my complaint, which is basically they're like, no, nah, we went through and actually gave you a bunch of pretty cool stealth powers. And I'm like, is it better than summon murder rats? <laughs> if it's not, I don't care, but... <laughs> no, it's, if they could find a better balance between, like... All of the cool stuff being lethal to more lethal than you might want it to be. I could be in for that game. Like it's and if they could just tighten up the parts knock that were rats, rats with tranquil. I don't know an teeth. owl that knocks the dude over or something. Like there's <laughs> there's dumb bludgeoned with owl. Yeah. I don't know. Like I summon my non-lethal owl to attack the back of your skull. But you get my point. Like, summon ravens to distract dudes or something. Like, the the game had so many really cool options if you were willing to just kind of dispatch people doing the good guy stuff. There there was some really cool good guy stuff you could do. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, yeah, if they could balance out the good and evil part of that game and maybe not, Mm -hmm. like, have literal voices in the character's head being, like, there's no literal voice in the character's head. I don't know. It occasionally felt like that in that game. There's a literal voice in your head saying that. I don't know. There was definitely just one <laughs> or two moments in that game where it's like, no, you should totally not murder this child molesting rapist murderer. I'm like, no, this is the person you absolutely have to murder. <laughs> and then you kill them and then you go back your life. You know, you were allowed to still murder people and still get the good ending. Yeah. You just can't kill every person the, and get the good ending. But the issue is once you've tasted blood in that game, you have to go all the way. Sounds like a personal you problem. You must satiate your bloodlust. <laughs> I think there might be a personality conflict yes. here. <laughs> no, I, I, they made murdering in that game way more fun than not murdering, which is like, I make the non-murdery path a little more fun, I guess, for me. Mm-hmm. That's all that I want. That may be yeah. possible. Yeah, and tighten up that sword play because that sword play was, oh, that sword play was so good. It's like it was so close to being amazing. The fact it wasn't amazing, I'm like, no, this is, makes it worse because this Skyrim's like consistently shitty. This is almost really good. So as a result, <laughs> it makes it look worse. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of how much better it could be if it was a little bit better. <laughs> 
So you want to move on to the next game? Yeah, I'm surprised we got that much out of Dishonored 2. <laughs> so a game called Lawbreakers. Um, yeah, it's the new one from Cliffy B. I, it looks cool. I don't think it will do well. I, I, I wrote down, this game looks like everything that Brink wanted to be. Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's, yes, that, that's all we can say about this game. Move on. That's, a, that's the yeah. best synopsis ever. <laughs> um, I think it looks like the next thing I was talking about was uh, Dead Island 2. Do you um, care about that? Is Island that out, or? or is that an upcoming? No, thing? you had Dead Island, then you had Dead Island Riptide. That was Dead Island Two, but mm-hmm. it wasn't and now actually. There's dead li- now there's actual Dead Island. Yeah, 2. I don't care. It's a zombie game. Yeah, I, I will say that they have been uh, assaulting me with tropes because um, their gameplay. It's like, hey, look, guys, we got a katana. Yeah, you're the last of the party on that. No, what? Actually, hey, guys, look, the government was evil all the time. To- the whole time. Wow, you're really the no, last of the party on that. Let's one. back up a step. Actually, you know what the awesome? Ver- you know what the best version of Dead Island was? Dying uh, Light, the game the people that left the studio that made Dead Island made after they left. <laughs> That's essentially the same game with a pretty solid parkour engine, decent nice. combat, and a better <clears throat> setting. Yep, I think I actually have, and I need to play Dying Light. It's okay. So next I have Zelda, but we talked about Zelda. So next is I Am Sitsuna, which I wrote, you can still make a game like this and be successful. What is this? I... Um, so I Am Sitsuna is a JRPG that they want $40 on Steam for. That's gonna. It looks like it's a PC exclusive, but it looks like it's just generic JRPG number eight. Because I'm, I am not against JRPGs at all. I have plenty. I absolutely adore. Oh, this but thing. the sheer yeah, 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 continuous yeah, yeah. assault of their existence. Like, I like platformers. I don't like every platformer yeah, it ever looks produced. Pretty. I've got a nice art sense to it. I am the wrong demographics. Mm-hmm. I do not play as many JRPGs as you do. Yep. It could be cool though. It could be, but I'm, I'm amazed at how many JRPGs are just like. Throwing shit at the wall and seeing what'll stick. Yeah. That's um, every JRPG ever, though, uh, to a certain extent. Yeah. So next I have Resident Evil. Talks of a 2 remake and 7. Yeah, that's... And we, we ta- we've mentioned both of these things in the past on the podcast. I, I'd like to see either of them there at the E3 show. I, Actually, no, I don't want to see either of them there. I just want them to come out and be like, yep, they're what you wanted. I want no coverage of either of these games until they're, like, spat at me from a GameStop. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be happy with content about Resident Evil 7. What's weird about 2 as a remake is, like, if you're remaking this game from the ground up, the Resident Evil games don't play the way they used to in the fucking slightest. No, so did like, you play the um, <clears throat> Resident Evil 1 re-release thing they did like a year or so back? Yes. Yeah, that's what I think they're going to be starting. That's what they're going to do to 2, I think, which I'd be down for that. I like that. It was good. Yeah, it'd be a nice uprise, but like, they're, I don't know. The word remake just seems like out of place. Like, it's not going to play like Resident Evil 4. It's going to play like Resident Evil 2. It's just going to be, it's really an uprise. No, it's, it's going to play like, um, so the, uh, Maybe you didn't play the same one I'm talking about. There was called, like, the, um... It was Resident Evil Remastered or something like that, where they gave you, Maybe. like, modern kind of third... Like, they got rid of tank controls. It was a very... It was a more fluid game. They upgraded some stuff. Like, it, they did a significant overhaul to a variety of parts of the game that made it significantly better. 
Mm-hmm. It took some work. But they think they, they, if they're doing that to two, you will be happy. Okay. I might wind up getting it because I have a large collection of numbered Resident Evil titles on my computer. Yeah. Um, so next I've got, I think it's the new Sniper Ghost Recon 3. Um, which I did find very funny because the, uh, the play demo I found of this game was um, a guy who was like, I was a world builder in Guild Wars and I helped with the early... Um, That's Wildlands, right? World... Uh, I don't know. I think Ghost Recon's um, Wildlands. Could be. Yeah. Um, and the guy's like, I used to be a, uh, uh, I guess, a fluff writer for League of Legends. I'm like, well, interesting you should mention that because that is a spaghetti pile. Yeah, we, we talked about this. This is the shit. this is the cartel like murder simulator with the skulls and like comic. No, 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 no. That's um, that's Tom Clancy's Ghost Re- or Ghost. Uh, what are you talking about then? Sorry, that's Ghost Recon. This is Ghost Warrior, the uh, the new sniper game, Sniper Elite. Oh, or whatever. um, is that three or four? It's four. three now. No, because three was in the Middle East. Four. Oh, I didn't know they were making a fourth one. Oh, four. I got my numbers all fucked up then. Um, but the uh, it seems like they've made. Uh, they're trying to like. They made it quote unquote open world. Which I think translates into, like, you can do side quests and shit to make certain missions easier. Which, at the end of the day, means you're just making a discount version of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, I was to about me. to say that. <clears throat> and uh, at, I'd rather just go play Metal Gear Solid Five and choose to snipe. Or choose not to. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Gur chooses not to. Um, ah, I'm, I'm glad that franchise is doing well enough. Like, that first one was... Wouldn't quite call it rough, but it was rough. <laughs> so the next game I got here is Paragon, which is another console MOBA. Which is the guy fucking Epic Games trying to rip off Smite. Yep. I really don't think this is going to be very successful. Uh, I I've played the beta a little bit. It's a MOBA. Yeah. Well. Yes. But uh, how is it going to dethrone Smite in any I, way? I don't think Smite has a throne, really. I think it's. I think the throne is still very open. I, what's what um, Paragon's got going for it is I like the art style a hell of a lot more for it than I like the art style for Smite. It's definitely much more futuristic it's, than Smite. It's Gears of War. It's just like a guy with whips, and his entire thing is based around whips, and it's crazy. Like this is gonna sound terrible. It feels like an adult MOBA because it's gory. Like it's like yeah, blood, uh, epic games, murder. I think it's uh, Han Heroes of New Earth is basically the like actual MOBA version of like the gritty, bloody version. Yeah. Of League of Legends, but obviously it's it's not as popular as LOL. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yes, Smite doesn't have a throne, per se, but I think of what exists of a console-focused MOBA market, they've pretty well captured. I Because I it's functional, and it's been functional for a while. It's functional. I don't think they've captured. I think they have existed. Like, it, the reality is it's, it's... On PC, you have League and you have Dota 2, and those are yep. the two rival kingdoms, and... Heroes of the Storm is there, but it's never going <laughs> to dethrone either of the two biggies. And you yep. either play League of Legends 
or you play Dota 2. Like, it's it's hard lines are drawn in those sand. And yep. while the games are, at least to me, very similar, I understand there are some crazy differences between those two games mechanically at the end of the day, too. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. There isn't a Dota 2 or a League of Legends like on the console yet. And the reality is, it's like, yeah, Smite does okay, but it's not... The... I, I want to say, like, everyone on a PC has probably at some point tried Dota 2 or League of Legends at least once. That's probably mm-hmm. a gross exaggeration, at least... The, I'm, and I admit to that fact, but like, they've at least heard of it. Definitely, I don't think like even twenty five percent of the console community has ever heard of Smite. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's one of those things where they may be. They, if you're talking about league and kind of uh, Dota levels of success and maybe saturation, they're kings. Smite mm-hmm. is at best a really successful <clears throat> bandit chief, like. They could maybe become a king someday, but it's such a different world. It's no one is like no one's even attempted to claim the crown yet. They're just kind of happy existing as they have. And Smite's doing well for itself, but it's not big enough that it. it you wouldn't even be dethroning it. You'd just be replacing it, kind of thing. Like it. it mm-hmm. It's it, it. There's not. There's nothing to dethrone on consoles. There's just stuff to challenge and. Am I making any sense with this, I guess? Uh, I mean, it makes sense saying that, like, console players, I guess, not to be accusational, but they're not as aware of MOBAs in general. So if you're not aware of Smite to begin with, it'd be possible to be roped into Paragon. No, and that's just... Which, I is, think, not a ter- which is not a terrible assumption. Yeah, I think it's one of these things where it's like League and <clears throat> Dota are part of PC culture. Smite is definitely not, <coughs> definitely not a part of console culture yet. And as a result... Paragon could work. Like, no one's found... There isn't a game yet that's managed to crack the console MOBA formula correctly yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to be Paragon. It's don't. It's not going to be Smite either, yeah. I don't think. They both I play fine. I think with fine. these games, you start getting into the point where competitive becomes a focus, and balancing is really what's going to be separating games from each other. Like, yeah. um, balancing and, like how much like good team comps and stuff you can build um i could go off on this for like 20 minutes and talk about like here's the storm and some of the other mobas i've played we have all summer we will get lost in the fucking weeds yeah so let's see next i've got deus ex uh it's coming out in august it really shouldn't maybe it should be at e3 maybe it shouldn't i'm excited i wouldn't dwell too much on this it's a sequel to deus ex um Human Revolution, which I thought was a fantastic game with a couple minor flaws. They've shown off more open world and some cool stuff. They've emphasized the branching paths and your tech powers are a little bit more universally useful. It looks like they may have fixed the goddamn battery issue from the first game. So <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah. No, it, it definitely looks good. I'll um, be buying it. Next, I got Ukulele, which we talked about. Yeah, it looks cute. I... <laughs> Star Citizen, which you or I've pre-ordered, you think is vaporware. It's never coming out. Um, I really hope Star Citizen gets some stuff. That I really want there awesome, to be but... a booth there that's like in the process of being set up the entire E3. Like someone reserved. <laughs> you want a metaphor? Yeah, I, I want a metaphorical pleasure. booth for Star Citizen. <laughs> 
Like, and you're not sure if it's just if it's actually even really a booth or just someone put down some boxes it's, there and other people Cthulhu's put down. slowly phasing it in and out of existence is kind of there, but not. No, I just want a space between two legitimate booths that someone puts some boxes down in, and you're not sure if it's like a temporary storage space or actually a booth that never got assembled. That's just like, oh no, it's coming soon. Don't worry, guys. We'll be showing off Star Citizen any day now. E3 closes in two hours. Any day now. <laughs> Obviously oh. not. Like, that is what I want. Well, I can't wait for my Freelancer sequel that I may or may not ever get. <laughs> Never coming out. Um. So next. Okay, so this I'm a little more excited for than I should be. And at $30, I'm allowed to be excited. Friday the 13th is getting a game. Fuck yeah, it is. It looks good. It's an, it's an asymmetrical fight game where four people play as fucking camp counselors and one person plays as motherfucking Jason Voorhees and hunts their asses down. Hey, someone made Evolve correctly. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. And they got... I didn't know Adam Sessler was still alive. Yeah, no. He I have been following this game pretty aggressively. <laughs> like, in the campaigns of, like, hey, we're trying to unlock, like, certain brutal finishers, like, iconic ones, and, like, I voted in the, like, do we add a Jason X level or a different level? I'm like, no, you need Jason X. You need the bullshit space stuff. That was the yep. best, worst thing ever. Yep. Um, so it looks fucking great. I think they've actually got Kane Hodder involved, I, which for those who don't know, Kane Hodder is the big-ass motherfucker who always played Jason Yeah, no, it's, it's more legit than it should be. <clears throat> oh, yeah, no, it actually, it looks really fucking good. It's cool. Um, and at $30? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll wait, like that'll go on sale for like seventeen if you're patient. Yep, I'll pay, I'll pay full price. Pay thirty dollars if you like it. Like, don't be that guy who's like, no, if I wait five years, then I'll be relevant. <laughs> hey, that's my mo. Um, yes. Yeah, I also wrote down. You can tell your friends, hey, want to come over and play F thirteen and trick them into thinking it's FF thirteen, and they can still say no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, another dig at Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, terrible game. Um, so next I've got here is Kronos, which is the game that looks like somebody took Zelda and, uh, Shadows of the Colossus and made the levels way more empty. And supposedly it's going to get Oculus support. Did we talk about this last year? I feel like we did. I don't know. It It's really Allegedly weird. it's out. Oh. Then maybe I'm just like behind the ball and my list is shitty. Uh it's got it came out March twenty sixteen. Alright. So it's out. <laughs> I heard about so this. Maybe... I did hear about this. It's got Oculus support, it's okay. It's not amazing. Okay. So the next one I have on here is the Technomancer. Yes, they showed off a dub. Uh, there was a well hidden demo for this last year. It's based off the Technomancer books. The thing last year didn't do a really great job of showing you what the hell the game was gonna be. <clears throat> I fear it may be Mad Max the video game too. That's it. So unfortunately for you, I've found I think more content on this since then. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think your opinion might decrease. 
So the combat looks very, very Assassin's Creed-ish. Uh, um, where it's like you can either sit and wait to counter everything or you can just beat them randomly. Yeah, I'm okay with they that. They both kind of work in a mediocre way. I met Mad Max in a, in theory, I want this in execution. I'm not sure I want it. Yeah. So there's a piece of me that's like hoping it'll be really good because that thing I was discussing earlier of like, a Mass Effect game I can get that doesn't require me to play Mass Effect 1, this could potentially fill that role no, really the, well as a sci-fi RPG. The Technomancer fantasy is some damn fine sci-fi. It's a nice hybrid of fantasy elements and sci-fi stuff. It's, it, it is a similar to the Witcher books, which were kind of a how are these not a video game yet. It is a very how is this not a like RPG video game yet. Well, lo and behold, it is now an RPG yep. video game. Um... On the thought of, like, book series, at some point I need to have, like, a long discussion with you about Monster Hunter International since I started listening to that thing. Yeah! But we'll get way too lost in the fucking weeds on that. Yeah! Um, so, next one I have here. Umbrella Corpse. Allegedly so, a thing. Allegedly a thing. So, Capcom has this love of making games that are third person, are, are not over-the-shoulder shooters. Capcom also has a history of making bad games. Yeah. Um, They've been quite a few lately. Yeah. Ca- like, Capcom has never met a version of a blank person shooter that they won't try. Let and me, they just can't get it right. Let me be uncharacteristically optimistic for a second, Jeff. Okay, I'm listening. Um, and I'm going to be drinking whiskey while you yes. do that. If Capcom is capable of bringing me a decent to potentially good clone of Left 4 Dead or Left 4 Dead 2 set in the Resident Evil universe with the Resident Evil monsters and happens to be called Umbrella Corpse, that will be a fine game in my book. So, the... Fucking trailer I was watching. Is that live action Let's assault see. of the building? It thing? was a live action yeah, trailer, and they did not fucking edit out any of the like mechanics of it being a video game. So there's so many things like literally every time you see someone like shoot someone in the head, like oh cool they shot him in the head, and then their loot bursts out of their body, nice. <laughs> and they're dropping fucking. In this game, they drop fucking like. I'm going to the airport so that I can go on a two-week vacation to Hawaii. Levels of luggage out of oh, their that's person. Awesome. They drop fucking airplane luggage out of their trailer. person, and there is a ten-minute like fuck or five-minute fucking trailer of like, watch this cool, sick kill. Oh my skull! I need to drop my luggage now. Like it's so fucking bad. Oh, I hope the game is as good <laughs> as the trailer is. That trailer sounds amazing. Yeah, amazing is exactly the word I used to describe that. Um, but yeah, Capcom taking another stab at games that aren't Resident Evil Four or clones of it. Yeah. So, um, next I've got here is Mighty Number no. Nine. Um, I think you've said a lot of your piece on it. It might be cool to play in between. Waiting for games of League of Legends. That game should have come out last year when it was, or this year when it was supposed to. It's been delayed yeah. too many times. It was at E3 last year. I played it. If you like Mega Man, you may like that game. If you don't like Mega Man, you will not like that game. If you were hoping for a pure Mega Man experience, you may have complicated reactions. You may or may not have just perfectly described that. Yep. Um, 
So next. <laughs> I did not like it. So this is one of the things that made news this week for all four top four things that made news. Watch Dogs 2's trailer. Yeah, we mentioned that earlier. It's Watch Dogs 2. I didn't like Watch Dog 1 that much because Aiden Pierce is a human piece of shit. So I have some thoughts on this one. Oh, you at least about the thoughts. trailer. I have some thoughts about this trailer. That's Mr. So Robot. one at first it looked like a motherfucking Michelin commercial. Oh. <laughs> like so it's up with four tires rolling and it slowly constructs, you guessed it, an advertisement for the Chevy Camaro, which then gets saved by <laughs> coming in from left field in the red corner it is the Ford F one fifty, which will be supported by its supporting cast of Lamborghini Countach or some shit. It's like this is the first non-Forza game, I guess, I've seen with this amount of, like, brand loyalty. I don't know what you'd call this. I, um, I saw it a has different a, trailer, I think, that wasn't quite this bad. It was very... I um, need to send you this one. It's fucking cars. I, there is no guy in it. It is all fucking cars and car t- chases, and then it ends with Watch Dogs 2. The one I saw, so there's a bit of a joke in there, is that they had a lot of car driving in Watch Dogs 1, and it wasn't great. <laughs> it had some problems, so maybe they were being a little tongue-in-cheek with it. But, yeah, yeah that doesn't quite sound right. But at the same time, I, I, I love the new. <laughs> excuse me. The um, new Watchdog commercials could basically be subtitled Watchdogs. There is no Aiden Pierce in this game. None. <laughs> we heard your complaints. We got him out of the game. We don't like Chicago either. Please buy this. For the love of God, please buy Watchdogs too. We put some <laughs> Mr. Robot in. That's a pretty cool hacking show, right? 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 <laughs> Yeah, you all liked Fight Club, right? Yeah, that's the Mr. Robot stuff. A fantastic yeah, show. I, I got it. Um, so, <laughs> I wrote here, Too Fast, Too Watchdogs. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, next on the list, I've got Monster Hunter Generations. Is it coming to the Wii U? Uh, I think so. I don't think I, it is. I bet I it's coming know. to the 3DS, and therefore I don't care. Because Monster Hunter requires two goddamn joysticks. <laughs> one for the camera and one for the game. I don't want no nub like the new 3DS has to control my camera. That's all. all. Right. So this next game, I don't know if you've heard of it yet. Because um, I don't know if this was just like my bullshit bad games facts apparently. Or if IGN or who's reporting this. But a game called Escape from Tarkov. I have heard nothing about that. So it basically, it's looking like it's the game that The Division mixed with DayZ should have been. Oh, I did see this! I did see this! It's like a super hardcore survival shooter thing. I watched a trailer for this. It yeah. looks interesting... It looks like it can reach DayZ heights of popularity, whereas, like, DayZ, we all know it, not all of us played it. Yeah. I think this game could definitely have that same similar style of following. It, I mean, it could get big, and you never know. But, like, the game has raids in it, and the raids are 64-player raids, and I believe it's got two factions. Yeah. I... Um, and the the... So Tarkov is supposed to be like it's Russia, I think. Made up, yeah, it is Russia. It's like made up um, town in Russia, and apparently the UN and like real Russia like 
walled off and were like, you be in there and stay the fuck away from the rest of us. And then you're supposed to slowly unveil why the rest of the world was like, fuck off Tarkov. Yeah, Um, my reaction to it was, that looks really cool. What do I kill when I'm not killing other players? And if it's um, zombies, I don't care about the game anymore. Supposedly, according to the devs, the game is not supposed to contain any supernatural elements of any variety. I am okay with that. Say, that said, it looks very Chernobyl Diaries. Yeah! I actually like the Chernobyl Diaries, at least the first one. I haven't seen any of the sequels. If Um, they would just go stalker on this game, I'd be okay with that. Those games are amazing with bad issues, but... Oh, and they have... You're gonna love this. There's a part of the game called The Hot Zone. Oh, it's like the Dark Zone from The Division. I'm no, no, totally different. This one's hot. That one's Is dark. Is it the PvP space where you get the best loot and have to fight <laughs> other players for it, potentially? Uh, maybe. Okay, so it's first person <laughs> division. I'll probably check this out. It's a loot game. I like yep. my loot games. I, 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 I do think this is actually might be a game you might enjoy. It may not have enough of a community support to keep you interested, but I... for, you know... It might have, you know, a couple hours of content that might keep you It's I, I give almost every loop-driven shooter a shot, because I, <laughs> I, I did see this, and I was kind of like, oh, that looks like The Division, but better. It's so, it's intriguing. I, maybe they'll... It'd be cool if they're showing this. Yeah. So the next thing I've got here is Gears of Four. Yeah. Which I believe are... Well, we've said our kind of piece on this. I, I think it's definitely worth noting that this is, at least for you, I believe, given kind of a new spark into the series of they've gotten back to the true understanding of what we liked about this series. Give me Ghost Riders in the fucking sky. Give me Johnny Cash and give me fucking Yes, the, the trailer was appropriately mix. like, what the fuck is going on? And the main character had sleeves and had a kind of horror bend to it and there was cover involved and the monsters were terrifying <laughs> and not like, booga, booga, booga. Yeah, I... I like the Gears of War franchise a lot. I love Gears of War 1 and Gears of War 2. I'm not sure which one I think is better. Probably 2, but I love the tone of 1 so much. That, like, downtrodden darkness, like the desperation of that game and just the trench warfare atmosphere it had. By 3, it got a little bit too ridiculous and cowboy-y for my taste, and it seems that they've gone back to their roots, so I'm kind of okay. I... I like Gears of War. I'll probably be checking this out. As someone who I have broken down about PS4, I will never buy an X-Bone. This still looks like, yeah, if ever my friends who own an X-Bone get that game, I'd totally play it at their house. There's a chance it comes to the consoles. Most likely drunk. Yeah, there's a chance it comes to the consoles courtesy of Microsoft being like, we should play nice with Windows 10. (laughs) Also, over the course of this, I've drank a surprising amount of Yeah, it's E3 stuff. You gotta yeah. drink. This bottle is a lot more full. As you hold I the started. bottle up to an audio podcast. Yeah. Let's keep going, Jeff. <laughs> talk about I promise there was a Buffalo Trace bottle. I promise it was more full previously. Buffalo more, Trace, please. More full previously. Us. Hey, it's good bourbon. That's all we got. So, a game I am interested in, but it's going to fall into the same category as uh, Cyberpunk 2077 of You Got Something Cool Here. Show me more of it because you left me with fuck all, which is Sea of Thieves. So it's made by motherfucking Rare. I have no interest in that game. I saw it last year in a demo. I saw a little bit of it on the floor. No interest. Because I've only seen the, the trailer, and the trailer literally reveals fuck all. And it looks cartoony. 
Yes. I and mean, rare. I mean, Congress bad. I have nothing like, against cartoony, but I have cart. It felt they cartoony. definitely are not coming up to the plate in the next yeah, gen of graphics. No, like I something about the way it was cartoony. I found a little off-putting, and the fact that they showed nothing in that trailer also was off-putting. Like the, the, I'm not saying pirate games need to be gritty all the time, but at the same time. Don't make my first impression of your game a one step away from me being like, hey, did they make a full-action adventure for Monkey Island game? I was going to say, probably part of the reason I I'm, have any uh, like interest in this is because I just played Monkey Island, and I really liked Monkey Island. No, I love you're... Monkey Island. It's it's They showed nothing in what I saw for this game that intrigued me. And it was one of these things where I'm like, I got nothing against cartoony graphics. I love dumb Wind Waker of Zelda, after all. But it's like, justify it. Make this like, what is the humor of this game? What is the world of this game? All I've seen is like, yep, it's a pirate game. You like pirates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pirate game. End of description. Yep. Yeah, I think it's like a piece of me is hoping for Monkey Island updated, and that does not mean that's what I'm going to get here. <clears throat> no, so, I don't believe in Rare anymore. That's the thing. Like, the ukulele, that's, fair. that's the offshoot of Rare. I believe in that because it's not Rare anymore. Rare, under the yoke of Microsoft, has never made anything good except that um, 30 for 30 re- uh, collection they did last year, which was just them re-releasing all the stuff they made prior to working for Microsoft directly. So, well, I guess my question kind of is, is how does the timeline on that work? Because there's an in-between period where there's still... So when Rare was in decline, a lot of that is in the hands of Nintendo. No, it's not actually. Rare was technically independent for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, when, do, when do you think the Rare decline happens? So for me, the Rare decline happens basically when they... Basically the turning points of, like, these are irreparable... You can't recover from these. Is the Star Fox game that they released for the N six or for the GameCube? Oh, the and the Xbox. Or that's probably when they're under Xbox. Was the Xbox Banjo Kazooie game is when Rare dipped into the we can't recover from this. Okay, so you actually that said the Star Fox game was a Nintendo product. You missed an important. So the, I can tell you exactly what it's. It's actually between those two games. The StarCraft game you may not have liked. Or I Star Fox, Star not Fox, StarCraft. Sorry. Star Fox game you may not have liked. I thought it was fine. It was an adventure. No, no, no game. not the new one. No, no, not the new one. The old, the bad one. The dinosaur one. Yes, yeah, that I, one. I I get where you're coming from. It's an adventure game. It's a good adventure game. It's not Star Fox, though. I understand that angle completely. Yep. Um, Rare goes into decline at Perfect Dark Zero. The okay. Xbox 360 exclusive, that's the follow-up to Perfect Dark on the Nintendo 64, and it is bad. Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts comes out, I think, a year or two after that, and it's not its better than Perfect Dark Zero, and depending on who you are, you think that's an okay game or not. I kind of like it, but at the same time... It, so, yeah. Or so my takeaway here is, Star Fox comes out, that's where I view the turning point. You don't. They get sold to Microsoft. Yeah. That game comes out. You view the turning point. And yeah. then Nuts and Bolts comes out and puts a fucking na- the final nail yeah, in the coffin. You can debate whether that game is good. Some people really like that game. I don't mind it. But yeah, Perfect Dark is the point where most people are like, and that's when Rare started to get bad. Yep. That's when things turn south. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so I, uh, I guess the final synopsis here is there are those of us who are hoping for a good old Rare title. Rare was not allowed to be bad for very long. They, like, things got shitty and they went straight fucking under. And yeah, they went to Connect. They've been doing Connect games for a while. Ugh. Rare's still around, technically. <clears throat> They're making a new yeah. game, obviously. I mean, we're I talking know. about a new fucking Rare game. Yeah, I, but I, I think at this point... I'm, there's, there's so much nostalgia, it's hard to fight. No, so that's the thing. It's I think the Rare you're looking at right now is Rare and name alone. I think anyone yeah. who made that company Rare has left a long time ago. Yeah, and might I'm be thinking making... like... Yeah, I'm thinking like 007, Golden Eye yeah, and stuff. Yes. like. Um, and I just have to come to terms with the fact they're dead. My therapist says it's good to yes, accept Yes, ukulele things. is a thing. Go be happy for <laughs> ukulele, a rare game yeah. made by former rare people that no longer work for rare. Exactly. So after that, I've got World of Final Fantasy. Uh, so the is, updates I have on that... Is that the chibi one? It is. Yeah, it's whatever. So supposedly it's going to have over 200 characters... 100 hours of actual storyline, which is fucking enormous, yeah, and I a, guess to them justifies them trying to quote-unquote charge as much as they would for a normal numbered Final Fantasy game. And supposedly it's going to start tying the worlds together of the no, Final Fantasy no, games. No! No! You leave those worlds separate! <laughs> I was wouldn't let this I'm one go. I'm very much in like, favor of like, you know... Fucking, what's what's even weird about that is like you have characters like Sid and Squall that are basically the same motherfucker. Yeah, in different games. I, like I was already be like, eh, whatever. Square Enix, do you make some games, make some money, whatever? No, you do not tie Final Fantasy games together. You leave them separate. <laughs> I want those islands out there to be like, I like that world. That one fucking sucked. Kingdom Hearts is excusable because it ropes in Disney shit and only the good Final Fantasy Islands. I don't want to know how Final Fantasy X connects to Final Fantasy IV. I don't care. No! Move on. <laughs> so next uh, I got here is Dawn of War 3. Okay. Um, so they're the of gone back to the original form- formula of Eldar, Orcs, and Space Marines. Yep. Um, apparently they have learned nothing in the last couple of years, and they are not willing to go out and be like, maybe this game should contain the Necrons from the get-go. Nah. Yeah, if the models work for them pretty well so far, the game, whether you're mad like me about the lack of options off the bat, like, the games are solid. I cannot fault them for that, and the system does work. So, power to them. The game looks kind of cool. It's got a weird implied emphasis on orbital bombardment, which would be kind of yeah. sick to see actually in RTS where it's like no we're gonna drop a planet on this planet do it <laughs> use the heavy mass gun from Knights of Sidonia basically yeah um, the uh, what catches me is eh, I like Dawn of War 1 Dawn of War 2 kind of lost me with all of its like cover based systems because it just made the game too like this is from a very casual uh, RTS player standpoint game. like when I tried RTSs, I play StarCraft 2. I can I play Zerg. If I want to try and put a mental effort in, I will play Zerg. No, when I want to zone out and just do shit, I play Dawn of War. Yeah, you, and, you find yourself in a tactics game. 
Yeah, and it's all kinds of like, oh, if you use your units here, you can do this. Like, no, just make it simple. No, it's I, I enjoyed <clears throat> that mechanics. I also understand the like, no, yeah. I liked Dawn of War when it was an RTS. It was a damn fine yeah. RTS. This is fully where you're arguing a moment or a point of taste. Yeah. And there is no right or wrong answer. Oh, no, I, I would greatly rather Warhammer 40K the RTS traditional where it's like armies against armies. That's. I, I, yeah. That's where that game shines in concept in the model world, and I think it's. Yeah. I, I like RTSs on the grander scale. Well, also in Dawn of War 1, it had some of the system I'm describing. It was all like very obvious stuff, like craters gave, were hard to get over, and they gave some cover. Yeah. The, the, Whereas the new game is like every fucking wall is humpable and has an interaction. Yeah, no, it, it went too far, I think. <clears throat> it's not. Um, it, for those of you who are into that level of detail, it was a cool, nice little thing. I wish there was a yeah. trade-off setting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. So next one I've got is Dead by Daylight. I know nothing so, about that one. I'm guessing it's, it's a It's basically game. the Jason Voorhees game without Jason Voorhees. Um, they've basically made a game where there's four survivors and one serial murderer who has a fucking white mask for her face. Uh, totally not a hockey mask. I look forward um, to learning more about this game at E3. And the four survivors have to go around and do things like start generators and stuff. And when they do that, it will open up an exit. So one thing they've done that's really kind of cool, that's going to co- be completely circumvented because there's no way to enforce it, sure. which is so far the human players can only talk to each other in the pregame lobby, develop a plan, and then they're isolated from then on. If you're in Skype, you completely go around this system, but the idea of like, okay, guys, I'm going to go for, you know, a generator, you go for a generator, which the world is actually, like, where the generators and, like, the things spawn is random. The actual map itself is not. But the whole idea of, like, okay, we're going to do this great plan, and then it all fell to shit, and I had no way to tell my friends, is a really good psychological thriller, I think. And it's got some cool ideas, but it's not going... I don't think it's got enough oomph to really stand out. Yeah. We're getting too um, much in the weeds for this. I I, I, I want to hear more about this, I guess. It, the game has not been really officially shown about that much. It's only in beta and stuff like that. We will pass final judgment upon it when we can <clears> actually <throat> buy the game. Yeah. So good next year. I've got... Good year oh, for go horror for it. stuff, it seems. Yeah. Well... What it is, is it's a good year for Evolve-style horror games I'd that are improving s- yeah. upon the Evolve model. Evolve was an okay idea, it was badly executed. I will be curious if someone else can pull off a better execution, but... Here's the difference. In Evolve, the four are hunting the one. Yeah. In all of these games, the one is hunting the four. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a huge pivot in that model, even though it sounds very, like simple because it's just a reverse of the number it no, makes it, a colossal difference yeah um that actually could have been something really cool or maybe that's the few if you want hey evolve devs make the hunters or make the uh hunters more survivalist as opposed to hunters so next i've got there's a new kirby game and i, like kirby. I don't yeah it's a ds game so i don't care i hope nintendo shows um, it They've done a kind of interesting thing that is it now the there's one? Kirby. It is the mech one. I think that's out. Oh, might be out. 
my list could be old. Yeah. So next I've got here is Kingdom Come Deliverance. Um, so this is basically like um, what's the game's name? For Honor, except for they focused even more on the combat system and made it first person. Oh, so it's chivalry. Yeah. Or as I viewed it, bad Skyrim. <laughs> so they made it a sandbox RPG with that fighting system. So basically it's Skyrim without the option to be not a warrior. Um, which is fine. You can do that. Yeah. Um, I won't, I mean, I can't stop you. I don't think it's going to be very successful. I do like the focus that there is coming in this upcoming E3 with like sword fighting games that you feel like you're holding a sword. Cause we've discussed previous games like with the Wii and stuff where it's like, yeah, you get to play as a Jedi or you get to wheel a katana. Spoiler alert, it handles like cock. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Skyrim, um, there's allegedly an HD update coming of Skyrim for new consoles. That'd be fucking Don't awesome. buy it. I want them to... Well, I can just mod it for That's free. That's what I'm saying. Don't PC. buy it. Um, Don't reward shitty behavior like this. <laughs> Arkham looking at you. I, um, the game came out last gen. It's not some forgotten gem. You can still play it. If you want to up-res it, get it on PC, whatever. I Don't buy it. This is definitely a uh, wave of the most recent or the youngest up-reses I've ever seen. Yes. Well, it's companies trading in on very popular games for hopefully a second shot. Like, hell, I said earlier in this podcast, I've now technically bought Grand Theft Auto V three times. Yep. So, next I've got is Duelist. So it's a browser game that looks Move on. like it's a browser game. We're not talking about it. Yeah, it's a card game. It's a ripoff. It's bad. Yep. Um. So next is some of the things I got off of IGN's list, which it looks like we're getting Persona Five. Yeah, that's not coming out for a year though, <clears throat> roughly. So. Yep. Um. I know very little of the Persona series, but. When I made my roommate play Killer is Dead, he was telling me that reminded him of that, so Persona's that sparked an interest awesome. I didn't previously have in Persona. Persona's um, pretty awesome. I believe the most recent Persona, though, Persona 4, is PlayStation 2, isn't it? Um, PlayStation 3? It's from the Shin Megami Tensei guys. I, it's, it's What did Persona come out on now? I don't know. It's four. There's a Vita version of it that's really good. Uh, pers- uh, mm. I am excited for Persona 5. I'd love to see it at the show. I suspect it won't be there in a meaningful way, but eh. Persona 4 is a PlayStation 2 game. So it's been a while since they got back to this. I believe... It looks like they probably made some anime or they've made some other multimedia content. No, they've done some games. So there's between. Persona Dancing All Night. There's the re-release like, upgrade, like Persona something dungeon or something I, it's mm-hmm. it's stuff yeah it, it's persona it won't be out till like 2017 in the u.s ever correctly so yeah that sucks but it, lo- it looked interesting and then um let's see here. oh no per- persona is the best is one of the best jrpgs i've played in recent memory period yep uh, my roommate was telling me about all kinds of things like people killing themselves to summon monsters. Yes, you do magic by shooting yourself like, in the head and shit this, like that. Yeah, I'm like, this all sounds really fucking awesome. Why is nobody, like, 
pinned me down and made me play this yet. Um, so next I've got is uh, Nier Automat, which is uh, kind of like a JRPG hack and slash that looks really cool that uh, IGN tells me is going to be there this year. I believe that game's supposed to come out soon or it is out. Um, I got nothing. I've been on looking it. into it. Basically, Amazon's been like, "You've shown extreme interest in Kingdom Hearts three and Final Fantasy fifteen. Look at this." And then the last thing I've got here is supposedly the new Psychonauts game, which it looks like is getting VR support. Um, no, you're which, talking about the Psychonauts VR game. Which is yeah, okay, then yes, which is Rhombus, Rhombus Ruin, Rhombus of Ruin. Yep, that sounds right. Um, I am super stoked for Psychonauts 2. You... I may be alone in that. I'm fine with that. No, I, I, I would 2. love if Psychonauts 2 could happen. I think I think we talked about this in the podcast and news at one point. Last I heard, they were having issues collecting all of the money required that they raised via their FIG fundraiser. So no actual work has started on that game yet. Yeah. Um. So I, everything yeah. said, uh, I want Psychonauts two, not the VR game. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I like I, like I was gonna say before you put that in there. I'd be excited for Psychonauts two. Don't be excited for shitty VR cash-ins. You have to have a VR rig to play, and therefore excludes the majority of the population who may or may not love Psychonauts from playing it, and who will do something crazy like buy a VR headset to play more Psychonaut something because we loves it. Yep. It looks like it's actually a PlayStation VR exclusive. Oh, that's so, cool. Uh, if there's a reason to get one of those. It may come to Vibe and uh, Oculus, though. I assume everything comes to everything eventually in this space, but I got no clue. Yep. So at this point, I will turn over to you and say, is there anything I missed that you'd like Not to Not really. About? I guess I... You mentioned VR at the end there. I... I guess we're going to enter the things I want to see. We ran through a list of games. We both give our impressions on them and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I, I want to see VR actually in a gaming sense. They had some stuff there last year. I want Morpheus on the goddamn floor being shown off. Um, I want to see... <laughs> I want to see... Let's talk about Sony, actually, quickly before we go into this topic. Cause we, haven't, we haven't talked Absolutely. about Sony. Um, I want new stuff from Sony. I... Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's not coming out for a year. I was really, I, I am really excited about that game. A lot of the games I was excited for that have they announced have come out. So, Uncharted Four was great. Give me more reasons to own a PS4, and show me more Destiny stuff. That's. Um, see, look through this list. I mean, uh, this year a lot of Square Enix stuff is supposed to come out for the PS4. Yeah, so that's actually the weird thing. A bunch of the bigs have said, hey, we're just going to latch on to so-and-so's booth or so-and-so's press conference, which I think makes a lot of sense, but at the same time, makes this whole a lot more murky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're um, uh, doing the indie game thing pretty well right now, Sony. Um, keep doing that, I guess. <laughs> Give me more games. Bring me Japanese crap. <laughs> So apparently one of the games that's going to be there, just going through the IGN list real quick, that has a PlayStation 4 exclusive is Let It Die. Yeah! A 51 game, and we sh- 
that's something that warrants. I'll go and see if I can find it. Yeah, that that I am expecting. All right. I want to see the Suda 51 content yeah. on something Wicked Studios. Put, uh, fucking put Drawn to Death out already. Give me, I want a release date for Drawn to Death at PE3 where it's like, I either want you to be like, and it's out right now, or I want like a, I want a solid release date for that already. I don't want to be stuck in beta as long as it has been. Let, the, Let It Die is a free-to-play game, so yeah. I own a PlayStation 4, so I might be able to get my hands on that. Maybe. Mmm, Suda51, come to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, any other big standouts on the list I didn't mention? Um, Lots of Morpheus new VR Yakuza stuff. Yakuza game? Yep, Yakuza! Um, let's see here. A franchise I wish I could care about, but because you can't get a bunch of the games in translated English, <laughs> I don't care about. Thousand Foot Robot Golf? Yeah, I... I love the concept behind that. I am rapidly losing interest in that, as it's like... It's too goofy, I fear. It looks like there's going to be a Fate game, which I can only imagine is based on, like, the Fate Zero, Fate insert Fate description here, I don't, anime series. Don't know. That's going to be kind of like a dot hack sign crossover deal. No, it's not dot hack sign. So I retract that. Ooh. Well, well, it's not dot hack sign, but yeah. like uh, Fate Extella. Of course. I don't know. That's a word. Yep. Um, it looks like PSVR is actually going to get a couple of things. Yeah, as it should. Legend of Zelda for Wii U, which is the working title, it, it looks like is going to get an actual like conference of some oh no they're just that... streaming it for 24 hours essentially oh it's the nintendo thing is crazy um got mother of russia bleeds but i don't know anything about this it yeah like a, it's it's a ripoff like a fighting of, game no it's a ripoff of um uh, what's it called um uh blanking on the name hotline miami i think uh, okay um Rain World? Oh, yeah, you're really talking indie stuff right now. Indies are Yeah, great. I'm just going into the weeds for the sake of getting into the weeds. Yeah, so let's back it up a step, and we've run through a bunch of games. We've given our thoughts on what we'd like to see about those games and stuff like that. I, What do you want to see at E3 this year, Jeff? Um, That's not been <sighs> announced. Like, Do you want a surprise? Do you just want release dates? Uh, what would you like to see or hear about because you... I want to hear about Resident Evil 7. Sure. Or more, I want my ego to be stoked about Resident Evil 7. I want to hear that the PT devs have been hired for it. I want to hear it's going to be a a horror game again. I want to hear it's going to not be fucking Resident Evil 5. That's Um, fair. Let's see. What else would I love? I'd love more bourbon. Um, (laughs) Um... What other game series? I'd love to hear about Psychonauts 2. I don't think I'm going to get that. Yeah. I, I, I'd love to hear about that. Um, you get my copy of that eventually. You funded uh, it? Get them. I didn't. Oh. But I need to get them to send me one eventually. Um, let's see who else. I want a release date for Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Because right now it's got that December 1st, like... The fake one. Pretendy yeah. one, yeah. I want a real release date for that. Because I've got one for 15, which is like September 15th or some shit. Um, hmm. What else could they announce? That would make me happy. 
Um, those are really it because that's all the reasons I bought a PlayStation 4 in the first place. Yeah. No, it's, I fall in the weird camp where I care less about actual things. It's I just want more information and more demos. But I, 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 mm. I always want new stuff out of E3. I always want some stuff like, holy crap, that looks cool. But I, at the same time, I guess, like having been to it last year and having been disappointed by some of the stuff I was super excited about last year, I'd like more information about some other things I was excited about, like um, Zero Horizon Dawn. I, I'd like a lot more stuff to set my uh, mind at ease, kind of like they did with Uncharted last year, where as opposed to being like, oh, no, that level looks really goddamn cool. Um, I went into E3 last year being like, so Uncharted 4 is just a giant fucking cash grab, huh? Yeah. That's shitty. But, no, it did... It did turn out not to It be. turned out to be fantastic. I... I... I want to beat the game so that you can do the spoiler cast. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I, I, I just want stuff that looks cool to actually be cool. I want enough information leaving E3 to be able to believe these things might be Titanfall cool. Titanfall 1 and Evolve have single-handedly and personally, well, double-handedly, I guess, ensured that high, being excited about something after E3 is a guaranteed reason to be concerned about that. Yeah, thing. a little bit. No, it's it's... It's dumb stuff like Battlefield. Like, I'd like to think the overall crowd that observes and keeps track of E3 has gotten a little smarter. Like Battlefield was the hotness last year, and Battlefield came in second in our list or Star Wars Battle Battlefront Battle whatever it's called. Battlefront Star, Star Wars, Wars one. one, yeah. The Star Wars game that came out last year that was the shooty thing from Dice. We all thought at least we SWS thought was pretty disappointing in its grand scope of what it actually delivered. It came in second after Revolve and the most disappointing of our year of 2015. I I'd like the things that people are genuinely excited about to have enough information out there that in a year, nine months, we're not like, oh right, we feel like idiots. Oh, there's one. I want more information on uh Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah! How about information at all? Because they've, they've set up this huge stage of we want to outdo The Witcher, and we've got some cool shit going on, and no contest. Yeah, I want I, I want CD Projekt Red to be at E3. <laughs> Whether they're just walking around, and like, man, it's so cool not to be in Poland for a little while. I, yep. I'd be okay with that. Just like guys wearing CD Projekt Red shirts, like, yep, we're part of the staff. Ask us questions or whatever. I, I, like always, I want to leave it. I want to leave E3 being excited and not worried about being ripped off like I kind of did last year. But so, you loyal listeners know that fun stuff. You can contact us and ask us to pay special, or me specifically, to pay special attention to E3 stuff for our post E3 cast we'll be doing. Uh, by contacting us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. If, you want, if there's some game you think will be there and you want me to track down, let me know, because I can fill a day and a half with my own disturbedness, but submissions are always fun to go check out. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what's the other game I was thinking was going to be worth looking into? I don't know, I can't remember at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone through so fucking many. Yeah, it's a long list. Oh, I just actually remembered exactly the entire tangent I wanted to explain. Go for it. So, if you go back to one of our previous podcasts, I don't remember which one. um, One of the things that we said as a game mechanic we want brought back in force is Japan as a game mechanic. 
and more wonky, insane fucking games. Yeah. Bring me more Killer is Dead. Hey, EDF <laughs> was at E3 last year. I found their HD up-res booth. I'm like, holy shit, EDF 4.1? What is this? So I want you to come back from E3 with, for me, some kind of, like, holy shit, this fucking insane, like, you play as a squid person and you fucking, like, go to convenience stores and rob them. Like, some insane bullshit game. It's called what? It's called Octodad. Sure. No, that's a real game. It's got four entries in the franchise. I I believe you. Bring back Octodad 5. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Fair. Some insane shit like this that it's like only the product of Japan could produce this wild, insane ass game. Yep. Well, so um, we may do so, so. I guess a little channel maintenance. Uh, check the channel as always. We got stuff coming. Uh, Metal Gear will be back soon. Jim was family issues, so we had to stop recording that for a little while. As you may have noticed, Jade Empire has plenty in the hopper, so it'll keep going for at least the immediately foreseeable future. Stuff's coming out still. We're back up to five days a week because I'm a crazy person all of a sudden. So that's a, that's a choice in my life, I guess. Um, as always, we're Something Wicked Studios. You can find us online at somethingwickedstudios.net. You can email us about podcast stuff at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. And we're on YouTube at Something Wicked Studios. Google it. You'll find it, probably. But, yeah. Happy E3, everyone. Hope it's a good one. And... Send us your things you want to track down and talk about. We will do a posty three something, and then we'll probably be back to normal podcasting land after that fact. If you enjoy our more regular content, we apologize, but E three is kind of an important thing to gaming podcasts after all. Expect a fun summer of me and Jeff just scraping the barrel for stuff. <laughs> so we might get real weird with it. Weird. Hey, that- that's that's where you learn where the real podcasts live and break. During the bad times. It's going to make an asshole out of me when this one doesn't when there's no podcast next week or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there'll be something. Yeah, happy 3 everyone. Hope you're having fun with it. <laughs>